To on Entertainment Weekly. You know, no one, literally no one heard what you just said over that music, probably. Uh, sure they did. Brie was dancing without the music playing. I could hear it through my headphones, No, though. that's what's playing off my phone. No. That's the <laughs> funk radio on Spotify. I don't, want, I don't like the funk radio. So anyway, Jess, as you were saying. Oh, I was just saying. You guys dance to this, and there's a show I listen to at 5 o'clock on the way home every day on Entertainment Weekly. And I always dance to her song and I tweeted her and I was like, hey, my podcast, we do the same thing because she talked about dancing to, she's like, I hope people out there dance because we dance to it. And I was like. So I was in Harmon's today getting peppers for the uh, said stuffed jalapenos. 100th anniversary stuffed jalapenos. Yeah, that's all you guys are ever getting out of me. Um <laughs> No, I was in Harmon's and I I, the- just without even thinking about it, I must have been kind of like dancing to some one of the music, one of the songs. Some Muzak. Some Muzak at the grocery store. It was not Toto. Um, <laughs> I know that's a popular grocery store song, but it was some techno song that was just good and I like techno and the lady at the self-checkout thing, she's like, you know, it's amazing how many people do that. And I'm like, what? She's like, dance. I didn't even realize I was doing it. She said, yeah, now that we play a lot more variety of music, you can always see like what floats different people's you know, boats in terms of music because they're all bopping around. They <laughs> just can't see me doing it. So <laughs> so they're not doing the elevator music anymore? Uh, I mean, no. They, Toto is still definitely like one of the top ten played songs on the I haven't ever circuit. heard that song there. Toto every hour on the hour. You've never heard Toto Africa? Toto on the Nines. Herman's. I've oh, never heard it at Herman's. I have. You you're, sure next you? time you're going, I guarantee you it's going to be on. So anyway. Don't, you don't need to play it because then it'll just get stuck <laughs> in our heads. Just, no. So this <laughs> is no. the, who, who does just, our opening number, I'm just, Jess? I'm just Googling. <laughs> it's it's uh, Folk Hogan and the song is called Bootlegger's Dance. Well, the song that we play is only available on For us. us. Because they our version, yeah, our well, version. Our version. You can buy it on their album, but it doesn't the full s- version. But it doesn't sound like that on their album because it's ours that they did for us. Yes. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> They're awesome. So this, this is, is up the, to no good. I can. This is the new Utah podcast. Um, <laughs> if you didn't know that somehow magically, and you're listening to this, and this is probably the only time we're going to say it until the end of the show. So hopefully you're listening <laughs> right this second and didn't skip forward past the stupid. Um, <laughs> that's the whole thing. It's like the first 20 minutes at least usually. Um, we like to talk about Utah, all things Utah. We all live here. We love to live here. Uh, it's a wonderful state. Um, we quite enjoy it. Uh, and so that's why we do this podcast. And this is a special episode. Uh, Jess, I think, doesn't feel as special about this episode. I don't feel that special. No, about this episode. I have been the one that's been making a big deal about it. Brie is the one that said it's not because a big deal. it's not two years. Yeah, but I don't care. It's a hundred. It's a hundred episodes, but it's, it's not two years. Amazing. We'll be there in four weeks. Yeah, the end of May. Then that will be important. I hate you. It'll be both. <laughs> <laughs> both can be. We can both can yeah. be important. Remember the, one of those questions on that sheet. This is my thing. I am right, and nobody else agrees with me. That this song sucks. I want to no. watch the video while Chris has a <laughs> the 104 is more uh, important than 100. Who doesn't love the song? 
It's amazing. <laughs> I think that's like our 15 second, like, like, like what's it called that you like get fair, fair something before it's can, copyrighted. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I don't want to pay rights for this shit. It's on fucking YouTube, like 305 million views. That's who, pretty amazing. Who needs to go watch the video when you can just go to Harmon's? <laughs> That's what I want to know. And there's still lots of stupid there's chorus. So, I feel is so this episode going to be named the, Ra- the Rains Down in Africa? No, just Toto. Oh. <laughs> or, or To Do, if you will. It's <laughs> <laughs> still not like the part. Chris is getting his jam on right now. I don't think I've ever seen Chris dance like this before. <laughs> <laughs> Because okay. so many of us Americans now that, have uh, spent time in Africa. Now that 20 of you that were listening have turned it off, <laughs> thank no. you for the rest of you for staying. Everyone, everyone loves Africa. <laughs> no. Uh, and Toto. Uh, I'm pretty sure not everyone does. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Enough Africa. Back to funk. So the Nathan I hate Ta funk. Podcast we brought to you by Toto. We got funk. By yeah, so to do. We got the funk. It's episode 100. We're not going to interview a guest. So, and we're not going to play best ofs. So, yeah, who there's that. Everybody, I don't understand that. So do we, they? Yeah, a lot of people do. A lot of people do. We so made it to 100. Let's play a, re- a rerun. That's a lot of work to go back and like. Uh, so some shows that I listen to just straight up do reruns. They're like, well, we had problems getting people together this week, so I'm going to play this episode from four years ago. I'm like, I can go fucking, it's a goddamn podcast. I can look that fucking episode up and listen to it if I want. It's not like TV when we were kids. When it no. was over, it was over. And you're you like, never yes, they're again. playing it again. I missed that like, episode. Like yeah. syndication was awesome for shows like Seinfeld because then you could just watch it. But now I can just go to Netflix. What are the, uh, what channel was I watching? And they're replaying the Andy Griffith show. Oh yeah, so I've watched I've watched so many like shitty old shows because of that. Because I like Ion or something. When Nick at Night used to be Nick at Night. Like they actually used to show like Mork and Mindy. Mash. And Mash. No, Mash is still on. Mash was never on Nick at Night, but it's been syndicated for like fucking six hundred years since it came out. Like the week after it came out, let's they're like, it. oh, we made twenty episodes. Okay, let's play it on other stations. <laughs> <laughs> like, t- okay, TBS, we've got your uh, 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. slots covered. Mash. <laughs> and Doogie Hauser. I haven't seen Doogie Hauser. Oh, that, the show's terrible. It was so bad. You know what's whole good whole is, what's that one that we watch, babe? Uh, Live PD. Live oh, PD? Yes. Oh, my God. I <laughs> oh. <laughs> not, not the doctor one with the kid from Bates Motel. The, the good doctor. The good doctor. It's really good. ABC <gasps> has got their fucking medical dramas down. Yeah, and we watch them all because we got like them. Station 19 now, which is like a fire rescue, totally unreal. Because you know what real fighter fighters do for their job? They play cards. <laughs> car, the lawn. car wrecks. They work out. Cats. They cook. They don't do cats. Real firefighters don't rescue cats, but it's always it's medi- only fake firefighters do. Yeah, <laughs> they medical emergencies, pretty much paramedics in most places. But they uh, have to take the engine. Yeah, old, well, old they get to falling. take the engine because they don't get to take a very. Uh, Sometimes many they take it when Sometimes. they go to the gas station, and then they and can't find where they put it because somebody else takes crazy it. Crazy bitches jump in and try and hold <laughs> <order>. like. <laughs> What's wrong, Jess? 
I was just thinking of fake things. Before I left work today, there was an article <laughs> about Stan Lee because this lady's trying to accuse him of uh, sexual misconduct. But the article was like, blah, 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 former Stan Lee. And the comments under it were hilarious. Everyone's like, what about this former? Who's former Stan Lee? Like, what was he like? It was just awesome. Just an awesome thing. Former because he's dead? He's not, he's not dead. dead. <laughs> His wife is. No, but however they labeled it was just bad. I won't be honest with you guys. By the time we're done, I'm probably going to be drunk. You have more. The good thing is uh, when you're drunk, it's different. Than, <laughs> it's different. Yeah. yeah. But I'm just because I, I bought some beers for Jeremy and I to share. And Jeremy is responsibly only shared half of a beer with me. So that he could drive home and not uh, crash into people yeah. and while kill we, someone. While we ate. Um, but I don't have to go anywhere after this. Just have to edit a really easy episode to edit. Yeah, because we're just going to post it. Because <laughs> I'm going to do some sound editing to clean up all of Bree's yelling into the mic that she's bound to do hey, in the next hour and a half, two you're hours. You're an ass. <laughs> and you yell on the mic a lot. I love you, though. Guess you're both right. Yep. You squeak I, your chair. It's tr- I can't help it. I WD-40 this shit like weekly it's now and squeaky. it still does it. Now it is. Well, don't do that. <laughs> weirdo. <laughs> It is weird. Like, it's loose. I try to tighten everything up, and it's still, like, wobbly, and I'm, I don't know. I'm too fat. You are rough on I'm just talking about your beard. Like a ride at Lagoon. You know it's going to fall apart. Yeah. <laughs> so we did the, I tried the brainless cherries. The, Which is epic. Uh, epic Belgian style. And that was really good. That's, That's what good. we had with the pork for dinner. Uh, I thought it was a great compliment to the pork, right. actually. Uh, and then uh, now I'm having some Talisman Uplifted, which is the Scottish Ale. And then I have some other Talisman beer upstairs that I'll probably maybe drink after this one's over. We'll see. I like their bottles are like weightlifting. If you carry like more than one. Well, yeah, it's they're all the they're all the 22 ounce bottles. So well, I don't ever buy beer. One pint, six fluid ounces, which is 22 ounces. And a pint's a pound the year the world around. <laughs> what roughly? Roughly. That's, that's Depends on what kind of liquid it is. A pint's a pound, the world around. I don't know, that's just the same. Oh, I've never heard it before. That's like because a pint is six, Lucy. It's because a pint is sixteen ounces and sixteen ounces is a pound. Oh. That's why. That's where it comes from. A little bit of math for you guys. A little bit of, little yeah. bit of math history. Math is hard. Apparently. Apparently. Episode one hundred brought to you by Math Talk. Yeah, math. Math is hard. My plants, uh, they're outside today, first day. They don't day. like it. <laughs> nope, they're not happy, but they're not they're not in the ground yet. Put them out there to acclimate them because I think I can probably plant them this weekend, hopefully. I think we're... It's supposed to be in the 70s towards the end of this week. Yeah, I looked. I'm like, this is like 60s to 70s. There's no like night lows below like 45 or so. So For this week. Yeah, we'll see if I look next week and there's a, you know, on the weekend. Pull I look back up and, and bring them in the house? No, <laughs> no, they'll just die. Cover them. Just cover them with plastic. <laughs> they'll just die. So like saran wrap? I covered mine all with so, plastic buckets when hey, the year for the last year when it got really freezy. With buckets? Yeah, just I just turned let, them upside down over the side. I let the half of them die and then just went and got some like grab bag starters life. from <laughs> grab bag. fucking Lowe's. The wild, wild west of starters. I got a pumpkin out of one of those. That was supposed to be a zucchini? Yep. And I got a yellow squash out of one that wasn't supposed to be yellow squash. And the squash that grew was like a half inch long. It looked like a beautiful crooked yellow squash, but I bet no, really, it was like less than three inches long. It was too small to probably even be edible. Didn't you only get one? Yep, just just that one. 
I got a couple of butternuts, though, out of those butternut plants. But I just felt like mm, we got the most juice out of the cucumbers and the regular zucchini. I got two zucchini plants up there. I'm going to plant both of them, and whichever one thrives the best, the other one's getting pulled out because I'm not fucking dealing with all the zucchini. Just need one. I don't Although know what the girls are absolutely obsessed with his zucchini bread. And so, like, when we took Cassidy back to SUU last year, we sent her with, like, like four loaves four of zucchini loaves. bread. Sweet. And we dropped him off, and everybody in her apartment was like, yeah, zucchini bread. So, this year we... <laughs> well, I just told you you were going to yell This year we have two children we're taking off to college that will need zucchini bread, so we'll need at least eight loaves. Our answer is we have chickens. Yeah, you just feed the big ones to them. You're like, ah, oh, fuck, I didn't pull that yep. yesterday, and it got three times bigger today. Yep. Toss it in there, it's gone in two minutes. It gets so big so fast. And then they're like wood. <laughs> I'm kind of worried said. about... <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so you get, you get your bees next weekend, right? This so it's com- supposed to be this weekend, weekend, but we got that notice that it's postponed for one week. So and next now, weekend. And now, of course, we won't be here because we'll be picking up said child from well, said I'm not, school. I'm not doing the bee... Putting inning with Jack. Putting inning? Yeah, he said the the be putting innings still that can be man, a tad tricky. One man tricky job, so I'm gonna let him do that on So yeah, way. once it's once it's in for a couple weeks, then you'll want to come out. Then I'll come out and watch him spray him down with t- tobacco and tobacco get all fucked up on tobacco. You should put some weed in there, man. <laughs> just, just get your bees high. Yeah, but then it smells bad. When he does the when he does the tobacco, it smells good. You get over there, Jeremy. Microphone attack. <laughs> yeah, I don't know like you were trying to squeeze it too tight. He's trying to hug He's it. Like I'm hugging this thing. Love my microphone. <laughs> so should I do the? But rest? we always say we're supposed to kiss it, so I don't know why right. hugging is so off of that. Because <laughs> it's not a passionate thing. Just, oh, good hell! It's just kissing. Well, hugging Doesn't is not always anything. passionate either. I hug my children and I'm not passionate about them. I think if you Aww. side hug, you're okay. Side hug. Hey, can we microphone. talk about the sexual harassment commercials that are on TV right now? Those make me so those? uncomfortable. You guys don't uh, watch. Jess doesn't do. watch TV. <laughs> you haven't seen them? I haven't seen, I haven't seen them either. It, it'll, it'll just like all of a sudden come on and it'll be a man and a woman and then a man like takes advantage of the woman and then they're like, this is sexual harassment. So like one, one, the guy's like, that's a really good job. And he sticks his hand on her leg, like where her skirt line's at. On her knee. Black screen, that's sexual harassment. (laughs) It's like right here, right in this area. That's sexual harassment. And And then it, then it pops up on the screen and says, this is sexual harassment. Then there's another one. This one's really obvious though. The one, the the one, this one's fucked up. Like he, he, he like says something to her and he He says something about her earrings or something. And he grabs her face and then like pulls her to kiss her. Like that's that's fucking assault is what that is. Like yeah, harass- I mean, I think, the, the hand on the leg to me is harassment. I feel like even the like the touching of her head, like he, like he caresses her head first, could have been where that commercial ended and yeah. still been sexual harassment. But they like they like show him pulling her in to kiss. That is like borderline rape. That is sexual assault. Like is what in that an is. aggressive way. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like here, I'll do it on Jeremy. It- Pulls <laughs> 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 like, oh. <laughs> straight in. Well, I'd have done it on you, but it's easier to reach Jeremy. I have been harassed. You're too far away. I can I slap your face? Thanks. Just like slap Jess. <laughs> the one person that you could actually kiss. You're fucking all the way. You're way, you're way far. Away. I'd have to get up. 
Whoa. I just like that Jeremy put his head down and he almost kissed his forehead. It's like, what? Never mind. What'd you say? It's your funk, your funk music. You said, Daddy, get up. Get on up. I know. Get up. Get on up. Get up. It's a love machine. What is this, James Brown? He could go back to Toto. All of this sucks. <laughs> what would you rather listen to? I don't know. We'll change it. This is James Brown, by the way. I know. That's what I said. What is it? James Brown? Yeah, it is. It's James Brown. <gasps> Here, we'll listen to the doors. Yeah, that's better. I approve of the doors. So, oh, yeah. You remember how last week we were talking about how Mia Love sends her messages after? Did you get one? I got not from Mia. I got it from what's his bucket? I don't know. Mike. Mike. Yeah. Clee. Yeah. Mike Lee. Mike Lee. After Mike the fact. Lee? Oh, it seems. Oh, we're sorry. We missed Mike you. Hunt. Yeah. Mike. I'm sorry, Hunt. you missed uh, my town meeting. Oh, it's Lee, not Hunt. Mike. Hunt. I'm like, what? I didn't even know he was having. Anyway, yeah. So it was. No, just you funny don't, because they're not actually having them. It's just funny because we talked about it. The last one I got was it. a tele. You missed our t- our tele our telecom. Uh, I wouldn't say I, I like, missed um, it. If I didn't know about it, technically I didn't miss it. Uh, so Mitt Romney if has. If you didn't actually to go, hold it, Mitt, yeah. Mitt Romney has to run in the primary because he lost. Just well, barely. Yeah, he just didn't get the sixty percent required to be unopposed. That's okay because I'm pretty sure he thought he was going to, which is why. It's well, it'll be more. Well, funny. that's it's funny because those are those are the places that Republicans loses in those caucuses. That's how Bishop lost his seat to Mike Lee. Mm-hmm. Was that very thing? Is is they didn't want him? They didn't give him the votes, and Mike Lee won without having to go through the primary process. And that's why Bishop was all pissed. And that's part of why count my vote has been such a huge thing is because that shit is happening especially in the Republican world, but it's also happening in the Democratic world here in the state as well. They do the same shit. My parents' neighbors have a make my vote sign, and I was like, what is that about? And he's like, it's to counteract the count my vote. And I was like, uh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> do you know what count my vote is? Yeah. Well, no, well, no, because no, exactly. he's big on this. Benghazi. Not Benghazi. No, no, no. He's big on the caucus system. and He likes caucus? He does. Who doesn't? He likes good caucus, huh? Whoa, sorry. I didn't what? turn my ringer down. That's all right. Who's calling you? No one. Should you answer the phone? It's a text message. <laughs> answer the phone. Read the text message out loud. No. <laughs> <laughs> it says woo. That was like when you're when we were kids, it was when we passed notes and the teacher would read it out loud. Now it's That text. never happened to me. You never passed notes or you never got caught? I don't think either. <laughs> <gasps> In my classes that I was in, we get to talk all the time. And gifted and talented, we'd sit on the desks and chat with each other. (laughs) So we never pass notes. I missed something over there. Me too. (laughs) I asked her if her face hurt where I slapped her because she reached right for it. I said, oh my God, what happened to your face? <laughs> See, I told you. I, don't I told you, Richard. I don't get it. I love I that know. fucking movie. Me too. It's one of the best movies ever made. It is. Rivals, Benny and June. <laughs> it's on a whole really? different level, different type of movie, yeah, but they're, they're my two favorite movies, hands down. When he does Buster Keaton in the diner, it's classic. So good. Fucking rolls on his forks is the mm-hmm. best. Look, we got some Ramones going on in the background. I like the Ramones. 
That's all Jeremy's tuned into now. Well, we're kind of <laughs> off track. Um, we're 20 minutes in. I don't think we've done anything official or important. Um, Happy 100. That's like par for the course for us. So we got some fun stuff planned for tonight. Uh, we're going to do some questions back and forth of us. We're going to talk about some crazy Utah stereotypes because we thought that would be fun. Um, and, of course, we'll probably talk about some events and a couple little news stories and racism <laughs> what the fuck? This is dead air. You Why did you this on purpose, didn't you? You put it on there. I did not. Did Somebody I really? Somebody put it on there. No. It's been on there since over the weekend. I didn't do oh, it. It wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> Just like stuff. I did throw not. stories in there. That Everybody know. knows Jeremy and Free didn't do it because Jeremy That's and Free true. don't do shit. <laughs> did you even fucking look at what was on there? Well, Jeremy I came up with questions. questions. Jeremy did write you questions. You came up with like three week. of the questions I was already going to ask. So I was like, yeah, screw it. <laughs> <laughs> Right. I was like, hey, I was going to ask that. Hey, I was, oh, never mind. Let's get it off. So let's do some events. Oh, okay. I don't Were think she prepared? was prepared. She, she printed out like a six page long event. I'm not going to let you read that whole no, thing. No, I'm not going to. I just wanted to print it out because I started writing some of the stuff down and I was like, I don't want to miss anything. So, um, so this weekend is the weekend of the 28th. Last weekend I told you about, um, devour utah and how they're doing the bus tour around it is sold out but follow them on facebook because they are going to be doing that event again and i mean 52 dollars to go to five different restaurants in different neighborhoods is pretty sweet i think 52 dollars and you two can be a glutton <laughs> yes um also this weekend on the 28th is intro to find chocolate a chocolate conspiracy um we talked about the wasatch comic-con that's going to be at valley fair mall it's a free Comic-Con. The Nerd Store is putting it on. It's a bunch of local comic creators. And that's the 27th and 28th, so Friday and Saturday. And then um, last year it didn't happen. I don't know if it was because of funding, but the Nihon Matsuri, which is a Japanese festival uh, that happens down in Japantown, on first south between third and second west Do we have a japan town japan yeah town. It's, cute. it's it's one block behind the salt there's palace. a buddhist temple and well, there's a japanese the christian temple. yeah okay. it's all on that road oh, and there's the like a cool the little, festival there's like a cool little nope that's uh in the summer that's in, but the, it's summertime. in the same spot no that is actually <laughs> yes it is at the south town expo Center. there's no part How of what you're saying it, right. it used to be it used to be on that block yeah so because i have had Fresh homemade rice candy in one of those Asian churches there. I believe you. Um, it was like not a small piece either. It was fucking humongous and delicious. Well, you love rice candy. It's so if good. I see any on Saturday, I will bring you some. Okay. Okay. It's a free event. It's fun. They have the Taiko drummers. They have a bunch of different booths, food booths. The money goes to the church. So, so. Ta Taiko drummers are the guys that drum on the kids' toy dump trucks. Is that? <laughs> Isn't that what those are? No, you're so funny. What are they drumming? It's on? the big drums that they're like using their full body strength to drum. I had one of those Tyco dump dump trucks when I was kid. They're made of plastic now, though. They were metal. I know, they were fucking kid. like sharp, rusty metal. You, you could, could ride in them. You could cut your fucking self and get tetanus. It was awesome. So if you're also <laughs> downtown and you happen to look up on Saturday and Sunday, you might see a B17 flying around the valley. 
The, Don't worry, it's just a training exercise. The ordinance is not live. Right. Uh, the Liberty Foundation is bringing the Madras Maiden to town. It was built in 1944, and this is the first time that this particular plane is doing flying tours. It is $450 to do a flight, but the cost of one of these flights is about $4,500 $4, to even get it up in the air. So it's really worth it, and you're flying a B-17, so... That's amazing. Not, not on SR-17, though, right? No. That's the kind of plane I want to go <laughs> My dad and I were just talking about those planes. Actually. How long is the flight? Like 45 minutes? Yeah, I think that's about how long my dad was up in the the not Memphis Bell. You know, the Salt Lake Bombers would be a really cool roller derby name. I bet they exist. Google it. I don't know how. So I did want to do a lot of events since we have really fun lists. But next weekend, uh, we get into May... And so we're... Cinco de Mayo, get some tacos. Ay, ay, ay. Yes, and there's a lot <laughs> that? that's going on on the 5th. Um, <laughs> Nick is going to be up in Ogden. I swear to God, if we have to eat at that fucking Mexican restaurant in Cedar City again when we go down there, I'm going to say no. It can be tradition. No, it's... Pretty sure they play everybody's favorite it's, songs. I now. swear to God, it's uh-uh, the only I'll restaurant right Cassie likes to go to when we're there in Cedar. I think that none of her friends ever go there, and so she likes to go there. And it's it's okay. It's not the best. It's a shitty Mexican restaurant. It's just like a dumpy little. It's like an old house that's been converted into a restaurant. We always get sat right by the kitchen. So ask if you can sit not by the kitchen. I well, think that's their only big. T- I think that's their only big table. <laughs> that's the only table. I'm gonna go edit that out. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I let's. Thought get I got to... further away than uh, like that. <laughs> uh, so the fifth, Nick Passy is going to be back up in Ogden, but this time he'll be by himself. He's playing a place called the Sand Trap, not com- to be confused with the one in Salt Lake that's called the Sun Trap, <laughs> and it's only five bucks. It's nine o'clock. Um, so I'll post the link to that. Man, I've been listening to his solo album a lot. It's, it's really so good. good. It's probably does that put you in Ogden when nightfall comes. What? If you're there at 9 o'clock, that means you're in Ogden as night falls. It's true. That's when yes. werewolves come in. So first you should go to Talisman, a, and then you moon? should go. So put all your hubcaps in your car before you go. Yes. Why do you have hubcaps? <laughs> <laughs> well, you won't if you don't take them off first. Um, the 4th and the 5th, I, ha- I don't normally do like club events, but at Liquid Joe's. You uh, just did one. You literally just did no, a like, concert at a bar. I, yeah, but it's Nick. It's Nick is our amigo. <laughs> I know. But on the 5th. Do you counts. think Nick actually listens to our show? Yes, yeah, he, he does, does, actually. He's one of our three listeners. Yeah. Nick, we love you. Uh, we, we don't ever stop listening, so Nick. We need the U.S. base. I got this invite <laughs> to a dance party, to Oingo Boingo dance party, and I was like, I'm totally going to go to that. That would be so fun. Is Oingo Boingo playing? Well, here's the catch. Are any of the band yes, still actually, alive? Yes, they're all still alive. So I hopped on Liquid Joe's page to find out about tickets, and they were 25 bucks, and I was like, $25 for a dance party? That's kind of extravagant. If it's fucking Oingo Boingo. No, so I googled Oingo Boingo dance party. It is actually members of Oingo Boingo that are coming to Salt Lake That's for the 4th awesome. and the 5th. Yeah, Except so... Except not Danny Elfman, I'm sure. Um, So Danny Elfman in 2007 said that he would not ever play with his band again because his hearing... Because he's losing his hearing and he can't lose it because of being a composer. So... What he meant to say was, I'm a bitch. I made a living being a fucking rock star, and I'm too big of a pussy to be one anymore. Uh-huh. I don't want him to be deaf because I want him to keep making music. He writes music for like Avengers, all those. Yeah, he, he writes a lot of good he stuff. Does. 
You guys want to go back to score radio? (laughs) Anyway, so that's a cool event. Um, Is it the same without Danny, though? So they just play the song and nobody sings? No, they have have a a guy that... that, All you got to do is put voiceover in. You don't need the one to actually sing. So it's actually the drummer um, who decided to form this. And he asked for Danny's permission. And Danny gave him the name. And so... Danny's making billions and and said, have at it. Sure. (laughs) Anyways, all right, moving on. He's like, yeah, that's all you got. I got all this shit going on in my life. So there's a local tattoo shop. Um, Can I go back? That's at Liquid Joe's, right? Yes. All right. So we don't normally do club stuff, and they do something every week called Metal Gods. Do they still do Metal Gods? (laughs) Your mom. My mom is way too old to be there every week. By the way, I totally saw a belly button piercing. That was a dream catcher and had a really funny meme on. Oh my God. (laughs) I was going to send you, but it was really inappropriate. Did the chick have like an arrowhead in the small of her back pointing at her butt? Really? This is the song you choose of theirs? It's a good song. There's better songs. We're way past our like. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. <laughs> the music industry. So metal. The music metal, industry does not listen to metal. Us. Metal gods. Gods at Liquid Joe. There's, it's so much fun if you like '80s hair metal. Uh, uh, is it a cover Who thing? Who doesn't? Yeah, so it's these guys that do a cover, and I don't. I think they are out of Chicago, but they fly in every week. At least that's what I heard. This was like 15 years ago, and I think they still do it. It's their past events. Yeah, it's so <laughs> fun. It's like. The fucking place is always packed, and that same group does the nerd thing. I don't know if they still do that. It was a bunch of 80s like synth music, uh, like New Wave and stuff. I saw it. I grew up with that in Vegas. I wonder if it's the same group. I don't know. They're pretty good. It's funny. Yeah, Metal Gods is, is great, though. So, Okay, well, um, there's a new... Well, it's not technically opening, but they never had a grand opening. But Hydra Tattoo is having a, a grand opening on the 5th. Yeah. And they are doing at one hundred dollar uh, comic or cartoon tattoos in full color, which is pretty much amazing. And they'll be tattooing from ten a.m. to ten p.m. So if you need a rad tattoo, go down to forty seven. I should get a Kensington. tattoo that says "rad." You should. That's my word, yo. And like the kaboom type letter. Have you ever seen the movie "Rad"? No. Oh my god! Did you see my post to you about mask? Yes. I was so excited because you sent it to me when I was at, at my nerd group on Thursdays that I hang out with and play and like, role-playing games, uh, and they were all pretty excited about it. Okay, well, I only have a movie or something. Yes, live like action. live action. Can't so, so I had two more events. Uh, wait, 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 hold on! You can't skip over what I was saying. Um, no. What was I saying? <laughs> it was before Mask. I was going to have to just keep going. You old. just keep talking about, about it. Talking about gods, and they come out here from Chicago or something. Uh, I was, something. was past that. Tattoos. You need a tattoo. Yeah. No, rad. the movie Rad. You got to go see it. It's, go see it. I don't. You got to try and find <laughs> it to see it. This is a shitty BMX bike movie made in the 80s, but it was so cool. Do you remember Gleaming the Cube? Yeah. Oh, I love Gleaming the Cube. <laughs> the skater movie? No, I never saw it. I don't about think. the same time as Rad. That movie was so You know what else though. is rad? That Bohemian is hosting Lager Palooza. It's a home brewing competition. That is their take on Lollapalooza, for those of you that don't understand. <laughs> but it's a home brewing how, competition. How Utah does things. So whoever wins this, Bohemian is going to brew their beer and sell it and promote it. So that's pretty cool. Not the first one to do that. You know Baba? Baba, the black lager. The sheep. I'm trying to think who is it Utah? Well, that's not a current event. Utah. So 
has nothing to do with being a first. No, it's but just it what's just happening the, right the now. Which one is at Wasatch? I don't know. It's one of them. But I know the the guy that okay, created it. Here's my super long event, okay? <laughs> so on the oh, fifth. Oh, shit. We haven't even got to that one yet? Nope. So on the fifth, <laughs> Open Street Salt Lake City is a first-time event that's happening between 2nd and 3rd South. So basically like Pioneer Park. And it is going oh to be, it's free to attend. It's a huge street party. So they have live music. Free They're going to have needles if you go barefoot, four right under your feet. Free needles, four beer gardens from Squatters, Lake Effect, Fisher, and Red Rock. Served by homeless. 14 <laughs> food trucks. Oh my God. No, they're just guys. by the garbage cans to collect the cups with a little bit of. <laughs> <laughs> street oh, performers. So you guys are weirdos. There's going to be kid zones. There's science zones. There's hey, health hey, zones. Is there, are the kid zones going to be in the center of the park where the dirt <laughs> is and that fenced area? I don't, I don't the dog have park a map. Is the train still there? I'm just telling you no, what is happening. Because I can have that on the train. God, how long ago since you've been downtown, Jeremy? I just stay away from that park. <laughs> you remember the train, though, don't you? Yeah. In the middle of the park? It's not there anymore. I'm pretty Did sure the homeless ho- carried away. I'm pretty sure homeless people probably <laughs> slept and shit it. in it. So no, there was a there's a caboose at a park where I grew up uh, at a at a town because there's a huge like the third largest switching station in the country is in the town I grew up. Um, big rail yard basically with like 40 tracks and big service stations and Reese confused. No, I'm the, the music. It's distracting the doors, me. man. It's the doors. But I can't hear all of it. I can only hear a little bit of it, so I had to concentrate. Drops massive. It'll be fine. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, but we had a caboose, and we used to break into it all the time when we were kids. We would climb up on it and go in the broken windows, and uh, people shit in it. <laughs> like So I can imagine. I don't know why that would ever be a thing that lasted. In why area. would you do that? Have you ever lived in a town of 12,000 people as a kid? There is no, I mean, why on. would you shit someplace that's not like you, outside or a toilet? Because you had to take a crap and you didn't want to do it in the middle of the park where everyone could see. So you climb in the caboose, you go in the little room. In Green River, there's enough places off to the side that you could just go. Well, not when you really got to go right then. Christopher. Yes. Saying. I didn't shit in it. I said people shit in it. I didn't say I did. I have more respect. I'd go shit in the river before I do that. The river was like fucking 100 yards away. That's like a constantly flushing toilet. It is. It's the water just washes your butt as you poop. It's like a fast moving bidet. Uh, speaking of train wrecks, <laughs> episode 100. What are you done with your event? We derailed it. I wasn't, but it's derailed. Well, that event's got like fucking 12 pages. Well, I was trying to give a good like show of what is going to be there because it's a huge event. Including bums. There will be bums there. (laughs) They actually do a really good job of kicking them all out. So many homeless. That's because they're kicking them out of Pioneer Park. Like big, huge things the size of your desk that they're all hauling around, like little tent cities everywhere up and down the side of the road. I probably see 30 of them on my way in and another 30 when I leave. And some of them give together in like big groups and they make like a little house with their carts and their blankets and stuff and then they all go into the middle of it. And this morning there was a guy pushing a cart. I'm not even sure how he was making that grocery cart work for that big thing and there was a dog sitting on top. You know what sucks is Smith's has to keep buying new carts at Smith's downtown. No, (laughs) they have those carts that stop working. 
That was like the best invention for grocery stores. Like, you stopped seeing so many carts hanging around Kearns when that happened. You know who's not homeless? Donovan Mitchell. (laughs) (laughs) Is that a segue into racism? No, it was into that the Jazz are being awesome. Oh, yeah. That's a basketball player. I was thinking of the football player. Okay, so who knows what <laughs> happened in Canada? Three to one. Like, something happened in Canada that everybody... Yeah, yeah dude, dude drove dude a truck drove into a bunch of people. ten people and killed them. I, I, I'm sorry that I'm not connected during the day like you people are and expect me to, like, watch the news while I'm working, but I, I actually well, work all day. It actually happened it was yesterday. yesterday. I read about it when Same. I was... Same. I still, like... I read about it this morning when I was taking a shit. That's when I get a lot of news reading. Okay, that doesn't happen for me. To- toilet news. So I worked, I worked all day... And then I went to boxing and then I came home and I, then I went to bed and then I got up and I went to work and worked all day. And then I came home for this. Can I tell you how much I hate CNN lately? Because I'll be listening to something like a podcast or the radio on my phone and I'll go to CNN's website and it fucking takes over the sound on my phone and they're not playing anything. They just fucking take over the sound so they can autoplay their fucking videos when I click on a link. I hate CNN now. Fuck them. <laughs> fake news. Yeah. Fake news. <sighs> oh man. Sean Hannity. I'm reading a book right now about a, a guy Ow. that drove his car into Ooh. a bunch of people and killed them. It's a Stephen King book, I think. Oh. So, yeah, uh, the Jazz are doing well, I guess. That's a thing that's happening. People watch basketball, I guess. Jeff said he was still on a high. Still I don't high. get it. And, like, the people we sit next to at RSL games were like, yo, well, the Jazz had a playoff game today. I'm like, yeah, I don't fucking care. It's basketball. Except for Mitt Romney in his button-up shirt with a jersey over the top. Of what? <laughs> yeah, that yeah, was amazing. He's taking over for Hatch. All he needs is denim, full denim, when he goes and talks to the denim Dan. Uh, I don't, I don't. I'm not a basketball fan, but it's nice to see the Jazz not sucking completely for once in like since I was in high school. Like, really, it's been... So, there's a video of this kid standing up. The camera clearly was panning over to Jerry Sloan and his wife. And this guy, like, stood up in front of him and was like, yeah. (laughs) It was was a pretty amazing moment. Why why the hell was Jerry Sloan there? Supporting the jazz, because he... Why? He quit like a bitch. Whoa. He's a farmer, you know. He was a basketball coach. Now he's a farmer. Yeah, he has farms in several states. In Indiana, he has farms. Okay, to be clear, he's not a farmer. He owns farmland. There's a big difference. You don't I, know. I doubt he does. Kind of like Carl Malone's a used car salesman. Yeah. <laughs> and John Stockton is a used car I salesman. I talked to, to Jerry about his farms, okay? Mm-hmm. What does he farm? Uh, he has soybeans and corn in Indiana. Mm-hmm. How, does he actually go into the fields ever? I'm sure he does. Why wouldn't he? Because he fucking lives in Utah? Because he just owns fields that he pays other people to work? I'm sure if he could use slaves, he would. (laughs) (laughs) Did you hear about that prom proposal that someone did and was like... um, If you were black, you'd be picking... If if I were black, I'd be picking cotton, but I'm white, so I'm picking you to go to prom with or something (laughs) like that. What the fuck? Like that's like that does go right along with the story you wanted to talk about about the jackass in Cedar City. Yes, but the more that I get reading the sticker, it doesn't make any sense at all. Like it doesn't make all. any sense, but it's still racist. Why was that a sticker? Men want bumper sticker with racist message removed from Cedar City store. Two men, and they actually seem very nice. I watched the news story last night. There's a Confederate flag that says, "If I had known this, I would have picked my own cotton." It doesn't even make sense. It does, if he would have known the... I don't know. Exactly. It doesn't. 
the more I got thinking about it, I was like, this doesn't even make any sense. American by birth, Southern by the grace of God. But basically the guy, the convenience store owner in Cedar City said, had somebody just come and talk to me first instead of making a big deal about it, I would have gotten yeah, rid of it. Yeah, but I, I heard Richie is- this morning say that the guy that, that noticed it, that reported it, was his friend and he did go talk to him first. And the guy's and, like, no. And so then he went to the media. Uh, and here's the thing. If I saw someone with that sticker on their truck, I would get my keys out, my shitty jagged oh, keys to office buildings that I don't have my anymore, way here. and fucking key the shit out of the car. I would write cunt no, on the car. No, you would not. Yes, I would. No, you wouldn't. I have pulled Confederate flags out of fucking trucks that are sitting in a parking lot I've before. I've seen two this week. Drive by. Maybe I would just take a shit <laughs> on her hood. I'd just climb up on the hood just of the truck because you know it's a shitty truck that's got that sticker on it. No one puts that sticker on a really nice car. I'd climb up on it because there ain't no way it's got a goddamn alarm. Like it probably has a club installed on the steering wheel <laughs> so people can't steering. steal it. I'd climb up on the hood and I'd take a big giant shit right on it. I just wanted you to know about what you thought about the sticker. <laughs> it's racist. First, the ha- like a quarter of it is the Confederate flag. So I mean, right there, it's a, it's a symbol of racism. Just like the swastika is a symbol of racism. Well, Even it was that's not what it meant to. to be. It's what it is. That's now. what it is now. It's actually a symbol for luck. Yep. Or at least it was. It was. <laughs> it, was a, it still is. Before it was far. In, 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 in Hindu yeah. culture, it still is a symbol for luck. But unless you're Hindu, it's Buddhist. And guess what? No, it's Hindu. Well. I was just reading about it this week. I know, but it's also Hindu. It's okay, well, whatever. Unless you're of the religion where it means... Do you know what this mean- is? Do you know what this symbol is, Jeff? <sighs> Nobody can see you. <laughs> unless you're of they the... They all know what I'm unless doing. Unless you're of the religion where it actually doesn't mean, you know, racist white motherfucker that tried to get rid of all of the Jews in the Holocaust, then it's racist. <laughs> This well, lighthearted uh, here's the thing. 100th episode is taking quite the turn. Even if you, even if you are, and it's your religion, and you come to America, you understand what racism is, and you see that, and you're like, yeah, that doesn't mean luck anymore. That's the opposite of luck. I don't know. It's sad. It's sad that people corrupt things that are so innocent and what turn them into. What else we got here? <laughs> Crap. We should move on. What's what's this Dugway thing? What's this other thing you snuck in here? I did not. It was already on there. What is it? What Unless it was old and got... It, it might have been old. Uh, oh, they're churning... Uh, oh, yeah, this is the Charlie Square story. Maybe I did put that in there, but I'm pretty sure it's old. I don't think I put it in for this week <laughs> on purpose. But they are uh, going to be doing some big updates to Charlie Square. Um, they're going to add some retail shops, some housing. They're going to put a hotel in there. I think they should make the floor even... <laughs> it is like all up and down. No, it's like oh, all bricks. up and down. It's no, it's, it's the bricks. It's really hard to walk in in heels. It's because it really used to honestly be the trolley station. Yep. I know. Yeah, years ago. I like that it still there. has the big like. It's a trolley choo choo. This is Chris when he drinks, just by the way, if you I'm guys not, haven't noticed. I'm not even like no a quarter into this but beer. But when was the last time you drank? I, I don't really drink You drink like a beer, maybe two at the game. Yeah, this is actually a good beer, but I'm not, like I haven't even got halfway through this bottle yet. 
And so now you're just going to drink on air? Yep. <laughs> you know, nobody can even hear that. Go. <laughs> Is that better? Well, I should be drinking out of a glass. Like I can't participate because I'm trying to keep warm, and so my hands are like under the blanket. Why do you need your hands to talk? Before. I need my hands to be able to touch the papers <laughs> that you guys are all looking at. Okay, so what's this? Uh, what's what's the Dugway thing? Because I I, I got to be honest, I didn't read it, and I know it's been on there for like three weeks. Just but maybe we should save it for another time because you do need to read it because it's a lot of information. Is it about? Uh, is it about Dugway and chemical weapons? We should do fun stuff now. All right, we'll we'll hold on to this. Everyone, give me your Dugway story, and I'll put them in the pile of things that we never get to. It's ten creepy stories that happen out at Dugway, because you know it is considered the Area Fifty One of Utah. Why do we have? Why can't it just be Dugway? Why does it have to be the Area Fifty One of Utah? Why can't it just because be because everybody knows what Area Fifty One is and nobody knows yeah. what Dugway is? Like, why can't Ogden just be the place that Al Capone would never step foot into? Instead of Ogden, yeah, <laughs> like, it's too long. It's for hard that. to put on street signs. It's too long to put on a letter. <laughs> if I have to mail it, it's like mailing something to Ireland. I can't because it's too long. Oh no, you can put anything on you those can letters. Mail no, the fuck you want here, but it's here, so you can't have that here. It won't work like it does in Ireland. Because if I put, you know, the place Al Capone wouldn't put step foot into, then nobody will know. It's too long. It's too long for a letter. You can try it. You can send a letter to my friend up in Ogden, see if it works. I don't think it would. Well, Capone will step foot into syphilis. Sometimes it doesn't even work if you're like <laughs> one number off. He died of the syphilis. Is, is, is. In jail. Didn't crazy. Washington that, die of syphilis? That shit makes you crazy. Shouldn't fuck people. That's what. That's all. Or you should have some penicillin. Yeah. Didn't Washington die of syphilis? I don't, I don't know. know. Huh. He died of know. a broken heart. Because he foresaw what was going to happen to this country one day. <laughs> you think Trump would have even like, <laughs> like let, let's let's go way let's go in the way back machine to the revolutionary times. Do you think a guy like Trump back in those days would be able to survive? No. Like he would totally be Trump would have totally been. No, not, he's like that guy in the Patriot that has all the money and he's the leader, but then he's the one that gets shot. He, he would have been. No, no, no. I, too dumb. I, I think Trump would have been one of those guys that was a British loyalist that like hid in his fucking house and then fled to England as soon as fighting started. Or got shot. <laughs> he definitely would have slaves. Shot. Yes. Probably would have had a pee on him. <laughs> That's a thing. And yeah. on his slaves would all have been pregnant with little orange-haired babies. Yeah. Well, let's be clear. They probably wouldn't have had hair. His hair has been looking he, so weird he lately. He looks like the fucking crypt keeper every time his hair does weird shit. Like, if you notice that? The weird, like, fake hair shit, like when it waves in the wind and it's like bald skull. I wonder if he would have considered <laughs> being president if somebody would have shown him the before and afters of every president before him, how they age in office. If he would have said, oh, no, I can't do that. I don't no. want to age like that. Do you like think that. he marries women that love him? <clears throat> no. Oh. Have you seen that latest meme where he's trying to grab real Melania's <laughs> hand? And she's like literally like she makes this face and like pulls Slaps it away. Right? Yeah. No, not the one where not not the that one was, that was from a That was before ago. all the like Stormy Daniels shit came out. Yeah, publicly. no, this is like a a new one. I hadn't seen it before. The happiest she's been in a year and a half was at Barbara Bush's funeral. <laughs> 
There's she a picture, was the next to like Obama. The, it's like the first fucking picture of her smiling in six plus months, and she's sitting next to Obama. Because Obama was being nice to her, because he's not a dipshit. He's a cool dude. Yeah. Jess has lost interest because we're talking about Obama. No, I'm just thinking. I told about what? I told Chris if I could meet anybody, I think I would want to meet Pres- or Michelle Obama, not President Obama, but Michelle Obama. I just she's an amazing woman. She's strong. She's beautiful. She does all this activist stuff. She's kind. She's raised these beautiful daughters. Like she's just amazing. So is that who you would interview if you could interview anyone, living or dead? Maybe. What about you, Jeremy? We're into the question portion. Now. We're just going <laughs> to transition. I'd interview Elvis. Elvis. Really? I just, I just watched like a six-hour documentary on him this weekend. Jesus Christ. Six hours? That's long. That's a lot of documentary. I don't think I have six hours in me for anything. I had a dream last night about making a dessert that was like a like a shake that was banana and Nutter Butters and chocolate. It was a chocolate shake and it had bacon bits in it and I would have called it the Elvis shake. And I fucking dreamed about that last night. And then this morning... I'm listening to X96, and they're talking about some new Sonic shake that is banana and nutter butter. They stole and it. And then That's, Jeremy says, wow, "I would Jesus sorry." Christ. Then Jeremy says, "I would like to interview Elvis." Elvis it's a sign. I know. I got to make this shake. Elvis didn't the die. He just went back home. Man, if you believe Men in Black. You butchered that. Yeah, whatever. So, what about you, Jess? I'm not going to talk anymore because you say all I do is yell. What about you, Jess? That's tough, but right off the top of my head, I think I'd interview RuPaul. It's a good answer. It's a good answer. What would you ask RuPaul? First question. I just ask about his starting out in the 90s as a club kid and working his way into his empire that he has created now. What about you? Who are you going to interview? He's thinking. He has his thinking face on, I, which is really good for podcasts. Yeah. I, <laughs> I don't know. This is a, that's a tough question. And I didn't, I try not to actually like give these real thought before answering them because I feel me like too. you get more honest answers that way. And th- this one's tough for me because there's a lot of people that I would like to interview just to, just to get to talk to about things. I have a Pinterest board that's about people I want to sit down and have lunch with. So. I think about it all the time. So, because, I mean, for me, like, I, I talk about it all the time. I don't really give a fuck about celebrities. Like, I, like the whole thing with Billy Boyd, isn't that his name? The Hobbit guy that you had scotch yes. with? The whole fucking <laughs> yes. guys. So, there's a whole thing, like, I don't recognize them. I don't care about them. I'm not going to be friends with them after, you know, after meeting them. So, it's just, I don't really care. There's just another person to me that, that does something that I enjoyed watching. The producers of Live PD. Um, not the showrunners maybe 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 uh, sticks Larkin no. one of the cops that they have on all the time I like that I think idea. he would be a boring interview um, some of them are pretty interesting the guys from South Carolina I think would be a fun interview yeah the, I like those two, guys the two cops that they always follow around, mm-hmm. follow around they're my Richmond. faves um, one of them got prom- not one of them particular but one of the live PD cops got promoted detective so now he won't be on yeah, the show yeah he's not anymore. really on the show very often but uh no, I, I think uh, in terms of someone I, I think would be extremely interesting to talk to, I'd, I'd like to interview, um, you know. I, no, we don't because you haven't said it yet. <laughs> I think someone like like a, like a Stephen Col- Colbert or Trevor Noah who's been able to travel and talk to 
hundreds of, of really influential people over the years. Or like John Stewart. John Stewart would be a fantastic interview. Lori Majewski would be mine then. And it's not, to me, it's not about the celebrity of them. It's about all the shit that they've experienced and all the things they've taken part in. I just want to interview John Stewart because he's short like me. You know who's not short is James Comey. Oh my God, Holy that guy. Shit, is he really 6'8? Six, eight? Six foot eight. Oh, that's the same height, incidentally, as uh, Axel Huberg, the big fucking tall dude in the center field of Colorado that we were talking about, how big he was. Yeah, he's six foot eight. Wow. Or six is seven. Is that a soccer player? Yeah, he's fucking humongous. Holy cow. Yeah, it's really weird to watch him on the field because he's like head Especially and shoulders when he's taller next than everybody. He's <laughs> like five, five foot three. He's like Breeze height next to a six foot eight dude. <laughs> He's three inches taller than me. Yeah, I would give him an inch on you, dude. I've looked up his stupid height a million times for you because I you're such a jerk about it. If why does he have? Why do you have to be cleats. such a jerk about a guy being short? Who gives a shit? He's just a small guy. So no, uh, he's actually uh, not. He's very beefy. Bree, what would you like to attempt as a profession other than what you're doing right now? Anything. It's not like I want to be an insurance professional. So what's your dream job? Organization and event planning. What about being a uh, professional organizer for like the hoarders thing? No. I just watched a two-hour episode of Hoarders this week in the biggest house in South Carolina. And this old lady, I have never seen anyone so crazy. She was mean. They're all fucking crazy and mean. I would not organize for a hoarder because I wouldn't be do able you, to just throw stuff away. Do you think they're really professional organizers, though? Yes. Yes, like, there are. They say that, but is that really what they are? Yes, they specialize in it. That's they, a thing. They have learned how to do it. You but should go work at the container store. No, that's, that's not organization. That's retail. That's not organization. They have people that need help. Yeah, but not often enough. Like, I would want to, I would be the person who would go into your house and tell you to get rid of this stuff, and if you put it like this and this, and if you do this, like, if I had all the money in the world, so you could be a designer. my house would, no, I don't want to design things. I just want to put things where they belong. I just want to, I just want to clean, I just want a clean world. <laughs> I just like ideally. Want, it's not that you want it clean. You want it. Cat is looking I want for people organized. for her company. I do. I, <laughs> it, you're you're right. It's. I mean, there's a there's a cleaning aspect to it, but it, it really is all about the organization. Like at work, I don't have stuff on my desk except for decorations because I don't like. And every night when I go home, she has my a desk lot is a lot of decorations. <laughs> when I go home, my desk is cleaned off every single night because I don't want to come in in the morning and have. A bunch it, of a ship. It takes her an hour to put all her toys back out when she comes in. in the morning. Ha ha. <laughs> Talking about any paperwork. No, her no desk is really paper. clean. Like you wouldn't think anyone actually works at that desk if you saw it. Yeah. What about you, Jess? I'm still thinking because doing this is like a big part of what I want to do. So be a, a, a fake radio DJ for the mm -hmm. rest of your life, hosting a fake talk show. Yeah. To 20 people. I will. Yeah. I would want to interview celebrities. But do it for real. This is for real. Maybe Jimmy's looking for an assistant. This is for real. I'm a really good assistant. Ask my boss. This is for real. I mean, this is a this Like, is here's a real the thing. thing. Like, he always calls me his right-hand man, and I never get offended at that because I do a really good job Did at it. Did you say, I don't have a dick, I'm a woman? <laughs> <laughs> no, because I don't think like that. I know what he means, so I don't take offense to it. So, uh, Jeremy, what about you? Maybe a farmer. Walk away from all of the everything. Are you for reals? Yeah. 
Got a plot of land like out in the middle of nowhere. And just farm. And just. You know, you have to haul your water if you do that. Not quite that far. But, you know, if you start planning now, that could be how you retire. <laughs> just like Farmer Luke, just not worry about the rat race. And so, I mean, the, the hard part is you'd have to be financially stable enough. That well, you we wouldn't. didn't talk about whether you could financially afford to no, do it. We just talked about which you wanted to do This but, is a profession, a dream profession. But, but yeah, just like a big farm somewhere and not worry about stuff and people and just farm. Well, and it's not that I'm not good at my job. Like, so I think I forgot to tell you this. Kenneth told Jeff and Kim, whoever writes the next um, $100,000 account gets me. What? <laughs> really? <laughs> so he's got a competition. That's, I'm like, Brie, that's Brie is a, sexual harassment. What the fuck? Bree is a prize in a competition She's at work. She's being now. whored out at work. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, literally, like, the best man well, wins I, just, I don't get why Kim likes me so much. I tell him, no, I'm not going to do stuff all the time. Because sometimes people... Look, people are like dogs in a lot of ways. They, <laughs> they crave structure. Like, if you have a dog that you never tell no, they're going to be a shitty dog. Like, they're they're going to do whatever the fuck they want. They're going to be a pain in the ass. All it's your friends are going to hate dealing with them. It's going to be a pug. <laughs> <laughs> but if you set boundaries and limitations, they, like, go along with it because they want that structure. So I think people are similar. Like... He doesn't think he's right about everything. No, he doesn't. And he wants to lean on you for stuff that he doesn't need to lean on you for, so. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Sorry for the loud noise, what, people. What do you want to do? Do you want to play magic? Uh, you know, actually. You keep telling me that that's what you want to do. I, I'm not. Yeah. Because I, I really enjoy what I do for a living. Like, it, it is... In terms of a professional career, I do a lot of project management, product management, corporate training. I'm really good at it. I really enjoy doing it. I, I like training and educating people. But I think if, if I could, if it was something that I could actually do, I would, uh, I would totally be like a professional gamer. And by that, I mean ideally magic because I just absolutely love the game. It's... it's just so challenging from a mental aspect and so rewarding in that way uh, to me. Like, there's frustrations, but... <laughs> Sorry. I did that so quietly. I don't know why you wrapped the cord around. And... <laughs> the blanket. Why didn't you just take the cord off the mic stand? Does it matter? Do you have to, like, show the behind the scenes? Well, when everyone hears it, go... <laughs> really? Because what did you just fucking apologize for, you ass? Taking the mic off. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so um, you're a little angry tonight. Yeah, with me. quit picking on me. You need to get some extra sleep. <laughs> you, should, you guys should see the look she's giving me right now. Oh man. Anyway, yeah, I think that's uh, that's just probably probably a good answer for me um, because it would be uh, it's kind of that dream job, and I think outside of that, like probably. Working in the game industry, meaning being a, a game designer or a tester or a, a project runner for a game would be a really fun job. So in other words, all three of you guys have your fingers in something that you want to do as your dream. And I don't. I suck. You organize your house a lot. Yeah, you do. 
need to work on that. No. Uh, second area. <laughs> How many times have I cleaned that out? And whose shit is in there? I don't know. Somebody's chair is sitting in the middle of the room and it makes it impossible to get to anything. I could bring it back here, but then we wouldn't have a podcast studio. I organized it. I had it all ready to go. Okay. Mm-hmm. So next question. Uh, Jess, we're going to start with you. What is something that is true that almost nobody agrees with you on? I don't even have an answer to that. I couldn't think of anything for this. <laughs> Why did you write so, it? I didn't write it. Jeremy did. This oh. is one of Jeremy's questions. I did, because I thought there'd be something that Chris is very adamant about that is right, but most people don't agree with. That's like half the shit that I say. See, I know. That's why that's why it came to I, mind. <laughs> so they, I, I had a nickname, uh, Chris Clavin. I think I've talked about this. So Chris Clavin is based off Cliff Clavin on Cheers, who had random facts flying out his butthole all the time, and they were always true. And I just, I don't know how, but I retain a lot of ridiculous Yeah, but that's not the question. The question is not if it's true, but people think you're wrong. Yeah, I don't know about that. Because he was going to tell, like, how often do people be like, yeah, no. No, I tend to get people to agree with me, or I don't hang out with them anymore. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, I really don't know. I don't know the answer to that question. I don't. I, don't. I already told you what my answer is. What? 104 is two fucking years. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> uh, okay, so room, desk, and car, which do you clean first? Bree, you're the organizer and the cleaner. Room, desk, and... Well, my desk is already clean. So is my car, and so is my... But if they're all dirty, which one do you clean first? My room. Okay. Jeremy? Probably my desk. However, none of those things are ever a mess. But if they were, my desk. Yes? None of them. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. My car, probably. Your car has, like, everything in it. It's like a desk it's and a room all in one. You know, you should get one of those shagging vans that has, like, the bed. like <laughs> Uncle Rico van. Yeah, that has the actual bed inside because you basically live out of your car. I mean, I know you own a house, but you live out of your car. Uh, so, like, your desk and your room and your car are all the same thing. For me, it's my desk. I, I have to. This This is pretty clean, but, like, if I. Oh, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. <laughs> if 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 this area is out of this is disjointed for me, it the thing is, is it's not about whether it's clean or dirty. It's whether your things are out of where you've put them. Yes. So if your desk is a total mess, but it's where you put it, it doesn't bother you. If it's a total mess, me. it typically means that I'm in the middle of some project or another, and. It's organized in a disorganized manner. Right. But I'm saying that's still messy. But that's still where I would clean first. I would clean my room first because you sleep in your room and it's more comforting to sleep in a clean environment. As long as my bed's good, I'm, I'm good. I made you help me make the bed today. I know. It was ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I'll answer this next one first. So on a scale of 1 to 10, how weird are you? <laughs> well, what's the, like, is 1 the, the best Yeah, we need examples. Worst? Well, and we need examples of, like... Like, is 10, like, I'm a psycho killer that likes to rape or is, babies? Or is 10, no, that's, like, murderous. Or is 10, like, Weird Al Yankovic? Whatever you want it to be. But, that doesn't, but I'm a 5. I'm a solid but Weird five. is subjective, so... It is. It is. I, I don't know. I'm a, I don't think I'm all that weird. I think I'm a pretty average Well, the dude. thing is, is I think that people who aren't weird aren't interesting. Yeah, I don't think I'm interesting. But I also, like, I know I do stuff that is abnormal. Like, the average human doesn't play Magic the Gathering or Dungeons and Dragons uh, as, as a 
you know, 36-year-old no, male. It's not that you do those things, because there are actually lots of people out there now that do that. It's the fact that you are a gamer, a geek, a nerd, and a sports fanatic. I guess that is true. It's the sports thing that is in mixed in with all that. That's what throws like I'm a huge sports fan. I fucking love sports. I love fights. I love. But he doesn't. He doesn't like American football. He doesn't like baseball. I or love basketball. soccer because they're slow and fucking boring as shit. Okay. <laughs> but my point is, but, but basketball is yes. the opposite of slow. A hundred points per side doesn't make a fucking entertaining thing to watch. Just for some people. Yeah, idiots. Anyway, the point is, is like that's that's weird. That's a weird thing. There's okay. not very many people that are that geeky and that gaming. So how weird are you? One to ten. I think I'm a tolerable eight. Tolerable eight. Wow. Yeah, because I think ten is just too weird. Like it's intolerable. Like the person is so weird, you can't find something to get along with them about. Like pirate man that walks around your Yeah, like the juggly dude. Dude, that that guy, yeah, he's probably at a ten. <laughs> That's probably the top end of the scale. Like dude stands on the corner juggling. He's, he's not I, asking for money. No, he's, he's just, just fucking struggling. hanging out, like sits on the corner. There's no sign or anything. Nope. And lately, you're right. He The last couple times I've seen the dude, he's dressed up like a damn pirate. But I think he's been dressed as other things. I think he works at like a, like a, a scare the shit out of your kid's birthday place. Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> I don't know. Like it's because he, like he, well, in the summertime, he'll be out there in like shorts looking like a juggalo juggling fucking bowling pins. But but I mean so there's there's weird that's so weird you're just not ever gonna hang out with them like so you're an but eight. then there's weird where you're like the right person's there. interestingly Marie weird is an eight I'm just gonna make sure I tell people she thinks she's an eight I agree <laughs> better tell them what I think I'm an eight in Jeremy what about you oh probably a five I'm probably middle of the road I don't think I'm all that weird yeah I don't think you are either you're Maybe you're a little weird. Everybody's a little weird you in do, some ways. You do shop at Savers like six times a week. I do. That's a little weird. Here, he would shop there seven, but I think they're closed on Sunday. Oh, no, they're open on Sunday. They're I'll go on Sunday. Sunday. Are they? Yeah. Sunday morning's a good time to go. He's like eight to nine on Sundays. It's quiet. It's perfect. No one goes there. Your, your family's at church. That's what right. about What about you, Jess? I'd say like a solid seven. Solid seven. So, so I'm the weirdest. Bree, you're the weirdest one here. Apparently. I claim it. <clears throat> yeah, you just did. Uh, what's your biggest screw up in the kitchen, Bree? <laughs> Pretty much everything I do is a screw up in the kitchen. What's the biggest one? I don't know. I've done a million terrible things in the kitchen. I can't even what, think about it. What was it that... This that, is not fair because we know why Jeremy put this question <laughs> on here. <laughs> you, you, uh... <laughs> didn't you put salt in nope. place of sugar in a recipe? Nope. Never done that. I'm not dumb. I know what salt and sugar look like. I can't remember. They look different. I know that. But I thought that you had put, like, forgotten to put the sugar in something nope. when you were doing it because it was at, like, one in the morning. Nope. What about you, Jess? What's the weirdest or the worst mess up you've ever made? It's not the worst because it was fixable, but I grabbed apple cider vinegar instead of vanilla for, <laughs> for a cake that I was making. <laughs> That's not bad. It though. wasn't, but it, it just was really funny. And I was like, I, I was vinegar. really tired and you can put it in like it was fine. But yeah, I mean, it's there's enough other stuff that it's going to dissipate. Doesn't it make yeah. it like rise or fluffier or something to put vinegar? More dense. Yeah. More dense. Because it interacts. But I didn't. It was like I didn't put enough in that I would have. Well, because you don't really anything. use a ton of vanilla. So no. it's not like you would have used a ton of that either. 
But you didn't notice when it like squirted out a little bit faster than vanilla does. No, it, it's not. A, it's not a squirt bottle. It's a pour. It's just bottle <laughs> like my vanilla is. Your vanilla doesn't have a little hole on it. Mm-mm. Jeez, what about you, Jeremy? It was Mexican vanilla, so it wasn't like a glass jar. Oh, and it already smelled like liquor. So my rum balls. <laughs> those were so you, fucking bad. Why they am I the only really one that bad. got the good batch? I don't think you got a good I batch. I did. I just think you're drunk. I, <laughs> <laughs> yes. That is probably you eat one of those things and you were lit and you're not a drinker. So <laughs> what about you? I don't know. Biggest screw up in the kitchen. Um, probably the Brussels sprouts I got and I tried to yeah, make that, that one year. <laughs> those were so fucking gross. I love Brussels sprouts. Those were I'm just not a good nasty. cook. So I'm an, I'm an okay baker, but, but I'm a terrible cook. Well, I mess up in the kitchen all the time. <gasps> I know what my biggest mistake was when I thought that the. The, the the thing in the, the bottom drawer was the storage drawer and it was really the oh, broiler. God. And so forever we thought that the broiler was broken in the stove, but really I was broiling up the pans that were stored in there and I ruined them. Yeah, so this is how she found out though. Because she's like, oh no, it's not. I'm like, are you sure it's not a broiler? Because like, in my old gas stove, it was just a drawer. drawer. Like just a storage drawer. To, to be fair, all of those drawers are technically warming drawers. Now in no, most, in my old one, it was a Ford, and it was a storage drawer. All of them are technically warming drawers. But in most gas stoves, that's actually your broiler. Because in an electric stove, you broil from the top yeah. element. But in a gas stove, it's the, the, the broil is the heat right above the bottom. So well, it was a brownie pan, right? One of those magic brownie pans that someone had gotten, Brie, and she put it in there. And... We couldn't figure out why it kept smelling bad. And then she goes to open up the thing to pull out a pan. And she's like, oh, my God. And there's like all the ashes from it's the box. It's literally the box had turned into ash. <laughs> and it was just. Because it was still in the box. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, I, and I'm like, this is a broiler. Yeah. No, we use ours a as, a, as a storage, too. I'm not allowed to cook anymore because Chris can't stand it. I, and so sometimes the girls will say, "You make me sound like a fucking you horrible can't, person." You cannot stand it what, when I cook. So what do I do when you cook? You either leave or sit there and criticize me. I, I leave because I don't mean to criticize. It's just the not girls how will be I like, do it. "Well, how come we can't have your hamburger pie?" Because Chris is cooking. How come we can't have your pork chops? Because Chris is cooking. Because it's not like I made a ton of stuff before, and it wasn't like it was the best mm-hmm. stuff ever. But they won't ever get my versions of it ever again because Chris Chris won't let me cook my versions. He doesn't like them. It's not true at all. Uh-huh. It's not true at all. Uh-huh. I like them just fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, next question. Are we going to make it through all these? Yeah, we got time. Um, what skill would you like to master? I don't care who goes first. Why don't you go first? Unchuck skills. Yeah, I'm pretty. I have none of staff skills. skills. I have both uh, staff skills. <laughs> Honestly, I'd like to. Uh, I'd like to learn to speak Spanish. Um, that's a goal I have. But right now, I'm taking a course on Java, and I've never really enjoyed programming, but I'm really liking this course, and so I'd like to get through it and be able to actually. But that's write. a lame answer. Why is it a lame answer? It's something I'd because like you're to already master. doing it, and so then you'll get it done, and it'll be done. That doesn't mean I'll be a master. It needs to be something that you're probably never, ever going to master. Like, like Spanish. I would, <laughs> I would like to learn Chinese, honestly. 
Uh, and I know that that's a really difficult language to learn. But I think it'd be cool to fly to learn to fly. Not like a commercial pilot, not like a job, but just learn to fly. That's something I'd like to master, but I we'll probably never do. Back and fly. <laughs> what about you, Bree? Something I'd like to master? A skill. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have any dreams or aspirations. <laughs> that's very sad. I know. I can't think of anything. You skills. have to think of something. Something you would love to be the best at. A home Pass. brewer? No. Pass. A home winemaker? What would no. they call that? What would you call it? A home winemaker? A wino? A wino? <laughs> <laughs> a brewer? I don't know. No. I don't what about do you, Jess? You can learn how. Since Bree's bowing out. This is your only veto, by the way. You have to answer every other question <laughs> really? now. And you're going to make me how? I, I'm going to pin wow. you down. Because uh-huh. you're part of the team. That's why. Yeah. How about you, Jess? I don't know. I think I would like to be good at like carpentry, like building things. I would like to learn how to do that. Yeah, I'm I'm good. (laughs) I'm good on that. (laughs) Uh, Okay, Um, I'll answer the next one first, which is what movie verse would I like to live in? Not the Marvel movie universe. That's for damn sure. I'd probably be fucking dead. Um, they have de- no no regard for anybody. They just no. The fucking superheroes destroy everything. It's uh, that's interesting because you know I, the the movie universes that are out there that I like to see. I don't know that I'd want to live. Like I think Ready Player One would be a really cool place to visit. Like, but it's so depressing. Like the reality of of that world is so fucking depressing. I don't. I don't know that there's one that I'd really want to live in. Um, maybe, maybe if there was a time I could go back to, like, like the fifties and sixties would be cool. Yeah, where are, women are oppressed and black people are only yeah, a, where the white, of a where the white man is that's like so, king. We're talking about movie universes <laughs> here, not time I'm just, periods. I'm just kidding. I don't know. I don't know because I, I'm, I'm afraid to live in any of those universes. Like, I think it'd be cool as hell to, to be able to Why have Why don't you live in stupid Napoleon Dynamite? Oh, yeah. That's well, the, that's just Idaho. Look. Fucking stupid. <laughs> I grew up in that fucking universe. I don't need to go back to <laughs> You guys are tarted. I grew up in that environment. I grew up in a town of 12,000 people. Trust me. It was like that. I'm from the town, one town over from that. Yeah. For so, real. So there's no movie universe. That's real life. That is not real life. Okay. It is. I actually. would like to live. Uh, is <laughs> and it, if it is, then no wonder I hate it because people are stupid enough as it is. Don't make a movie about it. I want to live in a world that is dying. So like like 2012. You are. No, no, no. Like, like close. Like the movie 2012. Or, like uh, end of the world kind of thing. Like San what, Andreas or something. Not a stupid one. Because um. 2012 is better. <laughs> Good point, Touche. <laughs> uh, I, like, They're both um, awesome. The the one with uh, at, is it At World's End? No, that's the pub movie. Um, <laughs> the other I've been one. To that pub. The other one. The the end of the world or something. The one where Hermione Granger kicks all their asses and it's like Danny McBride and oh oh, oh and, gosh, uh, what is that Franco and uh, that's a really good show you really uh, want to live in that yeah because the, the, the world's over in like a, a day basically you know Michael Sarah gets swallowed up by a giant hole in the earth by the name by the way her name is Emma Watson no it was Hermione Granger in the show though 
No, it was Emma Watson, <laughs> and they Hermione, just kept calling Hermione her Hermione. Granger just kicked our ass and stole her she shit. Was, she was being herself. She was a badass. She was being Emma Watson, but they couldn't remember her name, and they, so they kept calling her Hermione You know, they Granger. interviewed her about that movie, and she's like, I really don't understand why it was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't stoned. Okay. Uh, Brie wants to live in the Pride and Prejudice universe. Am I right? Yep. I know my wife. We may bicker. But I know my wife. <laughs> Would you really, really want to live there, yep. though? That's actually the same universe as this. Yep. This this thing. And the, her favorite movies, this is Anna Green Gables that I'm touching that no I one would, can see I on would the live podcast. There too. You'd do okay with outhouses and not having, like, mm-hmm. heat and air conditioning. And- mm-hmm. Because they have, like, potatoes that you put in the bottom of your bed to keep your toes all warm. And big fireplaces. Every single room had a big fire. You need a bag of potatoes. I got some. Every, every I'll room. I'll hook you up tonight. Okay, Don't worry. Look, in that time, every room had great big fireplaces. And everybody, there were... there were Only the select few. Only things. the 1%. To be clear, unless you were black. But there were th- in which case, there was one room. And hey, it, no, it still had a fireplace. Picked, the one room had a you fireplace. You picked a racially terrible era, too. And potatoes sure. were used for a different thing. <laughs> but, I mean, it was just kind of a cool time. Like, I, I love tradition, and I love ceremony and things like that. And, and there was a set thing. Like, when you sat down to dinner, you had courses of meals. When you walked out the door, you were to be dressed in a certain way. And you had certain shoes and certain length of dress and a certain kind of head covering. And, like, there were certain social norms that even if you hated someone, you you followed and you did. And there was – it goes to the organization thing, I think. But there a was lot a, of, a rhyme and a reason. A lot of people would call that oppression. Oh, right, that she was just saying that you wanted to go back to mm-hmm. that era, right? Yeah. I think there was more of it in Pride and Prejudice there at time. Frame. I'm pretty sure there was. I'm pretty sure there was too. But I think plus, like having a baby was a crapshoot as to whether you'd live or not. Like, I, you I, would have been dead. You would have died. <laughs> Your first baby would have killed you. And I would have been okay with that because I would have been young and pretty and, and thin dead. and dead. I wouldn't have cared. I would have been dead. Yeah, exactly. There's nothing going on. I don't, I don't see what it matters. If you're dead, you're dead. You, right. you don't care. All right, Jeremy, what movie universe for you? I'm thinking Halloween Town from Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> That's a good universe, actually. <laughs> what a great universe, Jess. Uh, I, there's I'm, no comment to that. <laughs> I'm torn. It would either be the like Middle Earth or it would be like John Hughes movies. Oh, see, I didn't even think about like fantasy type stuff. That's a good answer. I want to live in Hobbitville. That's a good Or a John answer. Hughes movie. There is a real Hobbit feel. I know. It's in New Zealand. You can go hang out and you have can. a beer. I'd fit right in. I wouldn't have to duck or anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, do I have to ask this one? Someone else can ask it. Number what? nine. Number nine? Whose question was Can that? you hula hoop? What? Was that, that your question? was that your question? <laughs> yeah. I can hula hoop, but, <laughs> I can hula hoop, but I can only get it around like seven or eight times. Then. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not super good at it. but You can't do even do it once. Yes, I can. Shut up. I was going to bring my hula hoop, actually, but I, I forgot. Try. Yep. Okay, what's the one thing that you're embarrassed to admit you want to try, Jess? <sighs> I have to be first. That I... Yep. <laughs> I don't know, because I just do things, so... <laughs> Can you come back to me? Let me think for just a second. Bree. I have no idea. Is it butt stuff? You want to try butt stuff? No. <laughs> You're embarrassed about it. No. I had to say it for someone. And that's probably the most appropriate for me. <laughs> I I have no idea. 
I'm a boring person. Want to try octopus again? Want to try sea urchin? No. Want to try... And why uh, would I be embarrassed if I wanted to try those things? I don't know. Want to try an orgy? No. Want to try <laughs> drugs? No. And try... What about you? What are you going to try? on the Bering Sea? I don't no. know. I do things that I want to do. You want to try too. skydiving? That was a bad Yes, question. but I'm not embarrassed. That's my fault. Oh, that's true. Not embarrassed. That's the hard part is in this group, what would we be embarrassed <laughs> <laughs> saying we wanted to try? Yeah, I don't know, man. There's just nothing. I I try the things that I want to try, and I don't do the things I don't want to do. I'm not embarrassed about them either. I just do them. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, it, that was my question. That was a bad question. There's no such thing. I didn't think no it through. No such thing. Okay, what nickname do your friends have for you, and how did it come about? I'll start. Because your story's cute. It's dumb. It's cute. So my nickname, my friends call me Cookie. So when I, let me give you two nicknames. So when I was a kid, and when I say kid, I mean like middle school, high school, my nickname was Father Birch. Because I thought I was going to be a Southern Baptist minister. I toured a couple Bible colleges. I wrote sermons. And the nickname came about because for three and a half to four years, every shirt in my wardrobe, with the exception of like a Pearl Jam band tour shirt, was a religious shirt, like a religious t-shirt with some sort of Christian saying. Like religious bands or just religious? No, like Striper. Uh, no, like, like a psalm or something. Like I had one shirt. This this, this shirt always comes to mind because I have a, a Jehovah's Witness story with it. Uh, I had a shirt that started with Alpha and ended with Omega, and it was all the different names that God and Jesus have in the Bible. So there's like you know 200 names on the shirt scrolling down. The story that goes with that is I'm visiting my dad in Phoenix um, for the first time in years. It's neither here nor there. And someone knocks on the door in the summertime, and I go answer the door. And this is in the like middle of me giving sermons and, and being like super Jesus-y and Southern Baptist-y. And they're like, hi, we're with uh, you know, we're Jehovah's Witness. And do you know another name for, for our Lord? And I pull my shirt down. I'm wearing the shirt at the time. And I look at my shirt. No, I don't. Thanks. Have a good day. Shut the door. <laughs> this is like 14 or 15-year-old me. So, um, He's always been a jackass. Yeah. It, it was just born into it. Um, okay. So my, my nickname that all my friends call me, uh, even even still, like Jeremy knows it. Um, Jess has never really called me it. I don't think. I don't know. I don't call you Cookie. Yeah. I call you Cookie. It's Cookie. And Heather so, calls you Cookie. Back in college, um, we were leaving a party that got broken up at, uh, I think, the Ritz-Carlton, the bowling alley, the Ritz, down on... Then it wasn't the Ritz-Carlton, because that's the hotel. Just the Ritz. Anyway, so I got broken up by the cops. Everyone had to leave, uh, and we are out in the car. And this is back in the days of Discman's and cassette tape player, like... You put the cassette tape player and then the Discman plays? Yeah. (laughs) So... And I'm sitting in the passenger seat, uh, and I'm, like, fucking with the Discman so much, the songs are, like, skipping. And my friend sitting behind me goes, you should be a DJ. We'll call you DJ Cookie Chris. Literally stuck. Like, that's the story behind how I got the name. And for the last... It's adorable. (laughs) DJ Cookie Chris. Almost 20 years, that's my nickname, is Cookie. Uh, which and I'm, it's funny because it's Cookie Crisp, so it's yeah. it's like Cookie Crisp the cereal yeah. too. And 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 I got Cookie Monsters, who was my favorite Sesame Street character, to be fair. Uh, but I got Cookie Monsters all the time from people, um, and it's my 
name online and all my stuff, like all my handles. But, but you're cookie cookie with two zeros. With two zeros, because I'm I'm elite like that. <laughs> so Jeremy, do you have a nickname? Not really. When I was when I was little, people couldn't say my name, so they called me Jeremy. But that Jeremy? Wasn't, Jeremy Jeremy wasn't really a nickname. Yeah. That that was just when I was a kid. Jeremy the germ. Your wife calls you Jer. Jer. That's Jer. Is she the only one that calls you Jer? Uh, some call, of my family members do from time to time, but I wouldn't really say it's a nickname. I call you Jay when I'm talking to Bri. I'm like, hey, did you talk to Jay? J Dog. Because Jeremy. Just it's too hard to spell. There's too many goddamn <laughs> syllables <laughs> in your name. Or how short your name is. Like, my name is one syllable Chris. Chris. No, your name is Christopher. No, Chris. <laughs> but, even, but what's funny even is Heather's name has more letters than Jeremy, and it's two syllables. Yeah, here's the thing. Christopher, way more letters than Jeremy. Same number of syllables. <laughs> Jessica. Yeah. I'm the only one that doesn't have three syllables in my name. And I call her Jess or Jennifer. <laughs> I'm the only one that doesn't have three syllables in my name for like reals. Okay, what's your, what's your nickname? Bree. <laughs> That's true. It's true. It is a nickname. I gave it to myself. Yeah, she. People at work. Some call people her, call me B Marie. People at work call her. B. You called just You went by B Marie a long, 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 long time. I ago. didn't go by B Marie. People that was not B. my Marie choice. Day. I call her B sometimes. People, I, do they I call remember. Her, they, I remember the B Marie days. Yeah, but that was because the drama teacher. Because she was remember uh, our drama teacher in junior high. Uh, I, I remember. Okay, so she was kind of crazy, but is, really nice. Is that where that came from? Well, also I hate my name. I hate my name. It's a terrible name. Brenda is a horrible name. It's awful. I only know like ugly, our, stupid people with that name. There go our listeners named Brenda. And so all two of them. And so I just I just don't like the name. I don't like it. Anyway, it wasn't supposed to be my name. And I think that's part of the reason why. Like my name was supposed to be Rebecca, which I actually love. I would have loved to have been called Becca, but that's not my name. And so I think that's like that's where not my, my name. But I feel like. I feel like I feel like my hatred of my name comes from that. But anyway, so when junior high started, I asked my parents if I could start going by my middle name, which is Marie. And so I registered for school. B. Marie. Ah. Well, my drama teacher, I get to, it's the first day of school. It's like my third class or something. And she's all, B. Marie. B Marie when she's calling roll. And so I was B Marie. And in fact, in one of my classes, one of my gifted and talented classes, we did like awards at the end and I got the oh, IBM right. award, the I B Marie award. I remember so, that. Well, I don't, I didn't remember. I didn't. Well, maybe I, I did. BM, I bowel movement. Yeah. So my name, my name literally was shit. No matter what I did, if I was Brenda Marie, it was bowel movement, and if I was Brenda Sorensen, I was bullshit. I hated, yeah. hated, hated my name. I remember B Marie to junior high and high school. I'm sorry, B. What about you, Jess Jennifer? <laughs> you would be surprised how many times I actually do get called that because that was actually supposed to be my name, Jennifer. Mm-hmm. Yep, but it's not. So um, when I was 19. I was a big part of a like a band message board, and everybody called me Lil One because I was the youngest and the smallest, and so that just stuck. And then my mom calls me Sweet Pea all the time, so that's where that comes from. My dad used to call me Sweet Pea. I call Bree Darlin. Mm-hmm. Sugar Muffin. 
No, you don't call me that. <laughs> I That's think usually that, what I call my guy friends. I think that B was the only sweet organic lips. nickname I've ever had. Because I create... So B. Marie was, was kind of my fault. And Brie, I picked because I hated my name. But B is just what my... But Jeff and Ashley started calling me, and so that's just what people call me at work. Okay, Brie, you're on stage lecturing some lecturing people. What are you saying? What would you be saying to them? I don't know. I'd probably be telling them they were doing something stupid. <laughs> what about you, Jess? Uh, I would tell them to research. the. F- I'd be talking about researching facts first before believing stories. Say stupid. What about you, Jeremy? No. <laughs> I'd be talking about bees. <laughs> totally fucking believe that. Green architecture. Um, I would be talking out my asshole, probably. <laughs> um, I, I, this is a hard question for me because I do it professionally. Like I'm, I, I train professionally. Um, yeah, no, you keep I, telling us that. <laughs> <gasps> oh, the mic is down. Howdy, McPowderton. <laughs> Nobody can hear you. I know, but you can. Do you see that? You see that big red line? That's you. I love you. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I do that all the time. I'm on stage a lot. Um, what advice would you give Jeremy? This is specifically for Jeremy. This is one that I wrote. What advice would you give to a small business owner? Because we talked uh, to a, we talked to a lot of them here, but that's it. Somewhat generic advice for anybody wanting to go into business, I would say: make sure that you're set before you start. Meaning, make sure you have a safety net. Um, yes, to a point, you need to just cut the strings and go for it, but you need to have a backup plan. Don't be like, oh, I quit everything and sold everything I have so that I can grow mushrooms. You know what I mean? D- be cautious. I so guess. you're saying don't drop all my shit and start playing magic online all day? Probably not. Okay. I Pro- appreciate that. Thank you, Pro- Jeremy. Probably start in the evenings and weekends oh, with the magic. Oh, he already does that. And as soon as yeah, I'm already on that plan, all right. So, so as soon as it looks like it's promising, then back off the full time oh. job a little, do more of the magic, and then at some point you can cross over towards all magic. Maybe it's oh. magic. Maybe I should start streaming. See if I can pick up some viewers. What's that? YouTube What's that website where you stream games? Twitch.tv, baby. People watch it. That's what Twitch. you guys were watching when you came in here. Was was I magic? Was not Professional watching. magic I was just players. Listening. And complaining about it. Um, I'm going to ask the same question, though, because, Brie, you deal with small businesses in your line of work, like, almost exclusively. What advice could you give them? Stop being stupid. Like, I know that this is my, like, my, my, my recurrent <laughs> theme, but I deal with stupid people. There was a woman. So this guy, he, he came in. He's from South Africa. He came in. He bought a company. He, and he just he just looked up companies that were for sale. See and the just, prince of Zimbabwe and no. he needs a thousand dollars. No, he's Nicaragua. a white dude. Anyway, so he so he bought this Nigeria. company, right? And the person that, that he had helping him run it, like she would pull papers out of a bag. Like she had no she had no real organization. So she, he got rid of her and he hires this other lady and I was super excited. And she like gave me s- such bad information that it, it's totally negated a whole quote of insurance for a new company that he purchased. And he had to call and tell me that it was wrong. And then I had to tell him why it was wrong and it wasn't my fault. So for small business owners, I would say if 
during this process of becoming your own small business person, if you don't have those skills, recognize it and find someone who does. Because like, you know, Jeremy has enough business sense that he can handle his own business. But if he didn't, it doesn't matter how good of an architect he is, he's going to fail. And so you have to, if, if you know that you're great at something and you're really good, like, like, let's say Jess wanted to go into making cakes, but let's say she's terrible at math, but she decided she's going to be her own accountant. You know, those are both true. So <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know you were terrible at math, but, but if she decides to be like her own, you know, billing and accounting and tax person and stuff all together and tries to make cakes, she's going to fail. And it's not because her cakes suck. It's because her business sense isn't there. And that shouldn't make your dream fall flat on its face. So one of the things Jeremy was talking about was, was having that safety net. Part of that safety net should be recognizing your weaknesses and finding someone who fills in for those weaknesses. What about you, Jess? Do you have advice for small business people? I'm not a small business owner, so, so? this question is void. It's not void. <laughs> It's not void at all. She's the one stepping away from this is her question. She's she's part well, I'm not a small business owner, so I don't that that would be like me giving advice to a parent. See, she's recognizing her weakness and finding <laughs> someone else who can fill that role. I, I, I would say um kind of along the lines of Bree, um, but more you know, when when you want to go in business for yourself, it needs to be something you love to do. Um and don't expect, don't expect it to work overnight and don't expect yourself to work less than what you do now. You will work more and harder and for less for a long time. Yeah, yeah. It takes a long time to establish a real business and, and get it to a point where the amount of time that you have to spend is not disproportionate. That's a lot of the reason why people don't go into business for themselves is because there's a security blanket there of, look, I work a nine-to-five job, I, I get paid a, a certain amount. Every two weeks. And when you work for yourself, that's the, there's there's it took a while for me to get to a point where I was comfortable with the kind of weird nebulous, like, week-to-week, week, like, am I still going to be employed in two weeks on this contract? And um, it's still scary at times. So it's it's uh, just be aware that it's not... It's not flying easy. When, when I'm, I'm pretty sure every small business owner that we've talked to would say the same thing. All of the people that we've we've interviewed who own the different gyms and the the breweries and well, like what, so what, what the people at Talisman said. What uh, what's her name? Joanne mm-hmm. uh, said when we were talking to her uh, a week or two ago. It their kids go to the brewery and put bottles on label or label bottles on labels. <laughs> well, she, she sells toilet paper full time. That's, yeah, that's, their, that's like, their safety blankets. <laughs> yeah. So it's toilet uh, paper is a safety blanket. Please pers- pursue your dreams, but know what you're doing. Be smart. Don't be stupid. <laughs> don't, don't. It all comes down to don't be stupid. There are stories of people that open businesses without a business plan. And fail miserably. The vast majority of those, like 80 plus percent fail. There are a few that don't. There's a few that just through dumb luck, they invent the one app that everybody wants. Yeah. Or they invent the fidget spinner or something crazy like that and they make a a million dollars. But most of them, like even, even Joanne, like they had a legit business plan going into things. They had an idea. They had jobs. They quickly realized 
he couldn't have a job. You know, those are the kinds of things that people don't think about when all else the same way. Maybe those are the that's the question we need to start asking our guests about their business plan. Yeah, yeah, we definitely. I mean, we get we get to that in a roundabout way sometimes. So, uh, Jess, I want to know how you got into making cakes. Make it a cake. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, <laughs> oh, make it a cake. Did you just one day decide, like, fuck, I'm gonna make a cake for someone? Or yeah, that's actually exactly how it happened. And like, how did it? How did it grow from that? Like, I'm. I just made them. I started making them. People saw I made them, and I think I've been doing it now for 14 years. How'd you pick up your skills? Well, yeah, like how did I how just did, did it one day? How did that grow? Because books I mean, at the now, library, YouTube, just, none of the above. There just, was no YouTube 14 years ago, dude. That's true. I don't think it, I actually don't know if YouTube existed yet. I don't think 14 it years ago. Well, that was what I was going to ask. Like, how do you grow with that? Like now it's, there's no question. Like you post stuff on Instagram and Facebook and these, these platforms and Facebook existed that long ago or MySpace. Mm, MySpace. Not yet. It didn't exist yet. MySpace did. Um, but maybe Facebook hadn't. Friendster was a thing, I think still. Damn it, Jeremy. Um, I'm grooving. I know. I wish it was some so like that, that, glorious story well, for no, you. But, but like, how did that? How it, did that grow? I mean, was at what point did you say, "I'm not doing these for free anymore. I'm going to start charging people." Was it like the first person that asked you, or no? The first one that I did was for a high school graduation for a friend. Um, I don't remember the first. I don't actually remember the first. And I just started making them for people, and I don't remember the first one that. I got hired for, oh, actually, I do remember. It was a cake for a girl that I worked with. And um, it wasn't like it snowballed or anything. It was just people just asked me, same as now. It's like, I say it's not like I'm always doing them, but basically it's like a cake every other weekend. So, And I'm kind of giving everyone a chance to do their own sales pitch here in a way. Like, I do have a question that's specific for Brie for insurance as well. Um Oh, that should be exciting. Well, no, because, look, we, we have conversations off air and just, you know, we talk a lot because we live together and sleep in the same bed. It's weird. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but but we talk about things that, that make sense. And you've even said to me that we should ensure some things certain ways in the house. Like, is there a, is there a single piece of advice that you would give someone that, that is starting a business about insurance for their business? Yeah, you should have an insurance agent. You shouldn't just try and do it yourself because there are so many things that you don't realize that you may or may not need because when you're when you're little, like when you're little like, like Jeremy and your only employee is you. I'm little. <laughs> you probably don't need um, employment practices liability because I doubt Jeremy's ever going to sue himself for uh, wrongful termination. But if I don't know, I get mad sometimes. But you know, God damn it, Rocky, get out of here. <laughs> but if Jeremy were to ever, you know, get big enough again, where he's he's got an office outside of the home and he needs, you know, a secret a secretary, or he decides to hire a junior partner or something like that, because maybe he's, you know, Heather's like. You know, the kids are all out of the house, Jeremy, and I want to start traveling and you never have time. And so he thinks, well, you know what I'll do? I'll hire on a junior associate and I'll start training them and they'll start working up things and I'll do final approval on stuff and I'll meet with the customers, but they'll do most of the work and I'll have longer weekends and I'll be able to have better vacations or whatever. When you start having employees, you start, 
you start growing those different kinds of risks and stuff like that. And people don't think about all the stuff that come along with it. And I've told Chris this like 5 million times and he doesn't listen to me, but every company, every company, no matter how big you are, you need cyber risk. You can be hacked. Your data can be gotten at. It doesn't matter if it's on a cloud or not. You can be hacked. And if you're part of that and somebody comes after you and sues you and you don't have the coverage, you're screwed. And it's not very expensive. If you have really low risk, if you're like an architect or somebody who, you know, doesn't have a lot of cyber stuff out there, it's pretty inexpensive. And then if for some reason someone does hack into your system and they get the addresses of all of your clients and maybe you have a credit card on file form or something because they're like, yeah, but, but whatever you may have. It can be hacked. It can be gotten into. It can be stolen. It can be used. And if it's traced back to you, you're screwed. You're just screwed. And it happens all the time, day in and day out. It happens every single day. And you balked at this question. Well, it's not interesting. Nobody cares about it. I have something to say. It's just nobody thinks that this is interesting. I, I don't know. Some people might. I mean, it's... Peter does. But... But the thing Peter about probably is like we don't have insurance in Scotland. I don't understand. But the thing about it is like <laughs> Becker. <laughs> I I harp on cyber insurance a lot because you don't realize the different weird things like like this isn't going to happen when you're really small, but people get called all the time and they'll say um you know they'll get an email transfer your boss this amount of money and people are busy and they'll transfer money and it's not really to their boss. Now you've not only transferred money that you cannot get back, but you have potentially opened yourself, opened a door for someone to get into your system and do more damage. There's um, where they hold systems hostages where they come in, they lock you out of your system and they're like, if you don't give us, you know, 5,000 Bitcoin, then you don't get your data back. Um, there's all sorts of weird things like that that happen all day, every day. And it doesn't, and people make, it's human error. It's not people think I don't have a cyber risk because I don't deal with a lot of cyber things, but people make mistakes. I cyber every day. They open, you open a phishing email. You click on it. You don't even realize you've downloaded malware onto your computer. Nothing. No one. No. I laugh. Is that even a term that people use anymore? Cyber for, you know, cyber sex? No. I didn't even know. I didn't know that they used it either. Jeremy and I is are that, too old. My boy, that no, that that's uh, that must just be an old internet me thing. Not that I just <laughs> just said she laughed, but maybe Jeremy and I are too old. Anyway, insurance is boring. Sorry. That's okay. Okay, so maybe what we're is just your perverts, Chris? What? So maybe we're just perverts. I know I am. <laughs> this is all I'm saying. I know I am. <laughs> well, and and I know your family history with vibrators, so it's <laughs> uh, true. From your grandpa down to your aunt to you, like clearly. you don't know my history. I I, I I know that your grandpa asked you to sit on his vibrating cushion once. So <laughs> I'm gonna bring it. I gotta, I'm gonna bring it and show I you. I gotta guys. see. You want me to go get my vibrator? It's somewhere in the house. I'll go get it and bring it out. I think it's, in, it's probably buried. I think in it's put the Christmas room. stuff in the storage <laughs> room. So I can break it out next Christmas. Give everyone a massage at the Christmas party. Um, okay, what's uh, what's everyone's favorite spring or summer activity? Why don't you start, babe? Because it's springtime. Backyard barbecues. Yeah. You know, my... I like to fish. I'm not fished in... I have never seen you fish. I haven't fished in a very long time. But that's what I did growing up. I 
just go out to the river and fish. It's a little harder to do because I'm not going to stick anything into the Jordan River. Um, in your mouth. You need a license. I know that. I'm not an idiot. But I just, there's not, like, when I was a kid, it was a five-minute walk from my house to the Jordan River. Did you have river. to have a license? Yes, you have to have a fishing license to fish. Oh, I didn't know if it was the same for every state. I don't fish. It is. And if you don't have one and you get caught, it is a gigantic fucking fine. It's like a $500 fine if you get caught fishing without a license. There are some areas you can do it, but generally speaking, just get a fishing license. They're not that expensive. They have, like the free fishing. $35. they have the free fishing day once. I know yeah. once for season for sure. But but it, so I, 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 I didn't do, know that about you. I do like to fish. There's still tackle in the, and a fishing I pole in the garage. I cannot believe that you are patient enough to fish. You can't even watch a show you want to watch without doing something else at the same time. That's true. You can well, fish and look, do something else. That's just it. Like fishing is the ultimate <laughs> multitasking activity because yeah. you set the rod down. I'm not talking about fly fishing. Okay, then you're not fishing. You're doing whatever else you're doing. And on the side, you've got a pole stuck in the water. Yeah. And if it moves then I catch a fish and I reel it in and I cook the motherfucker. I was going to say, do you eat it? Because I know a lot of people that fish that don't eat it. Oh, no. I, I don't throw fish back. They're I love food. I love fish, too. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I like to fish, but I, I really enjoy camping. Haven't got to do that a lot lately. I'm, it's so Never. hard. It's hard for me to do anything in the summer now because of the whole fireworks thing. Uh, so it really fucks my whole summer over. But I enjoy camping a lot. Um, but I would say activity that I actually do, um, not so much barbecues as just sitting outside in the evenings in the summer. Gentleman's evening. Yeah, like a gentleman's evening. Or even just having a pipe out on the back porch uh, just by myself sometimes. I just really enjoy the summer evenings in the state of Utah. They're just great temperature. It's nice out. Even if it's hot during the day, it cools off nicely in the yeah, evening. It really does. What about you, Bree? Um, I don't know. I don't have anything. There's nothing you like to do. I should also say soccer games, because those are spring and summer and fall. That's true. But that's I mean, I like that it's warm finally, but it doesn't matter because then fuckers turn on the air conditioning in the house. I am never a comfortable temperature. <laughs> the only time I ever get to be a comfortable temperature is in my car. At work today, I was freezing all day long, and when the temperature finally got where I was comfortable, Shauna was like, it's hot, I have to take off my jacket, and she turned on the fucking air conditioner again. It's and then what happened? I came home, and we ate outside, and we came down into your office, and the window's been open, and I have an electric blanket on. I'm warm. <laughs> it's it's perfect for me. Take off your jacket. You are wearing You're wearing a, a jacket. You're always wearing a jacket. You don't get to ever complain that you're warm, because you could always take it off. And to be fair, you are cold-blooded. I am. Like, like, but there's it, so it's 80 degrees and she's sitting on the bed in long pajama pants and a full sleeve pajama shirt. And I'm like sweating and I'm like, it's hot. Because you have the fan on the air conditioning and on. I don't. I don't. I'd the be last nauseous. And I'm like sitting there and I'm sweating. I'm like, fuck, it is so hot in here. She's like, I feel perfect. I'm like, <laughs> you're in a, like fucking long johns and it's 80 degrees and this is what is It has to be over 100 before I start to get uncomfortable. Yeah. Brie is, uh, she loves the heat. But there's not an activity associated like I, with it. I like, I don't lay out in the sun. I hate to garden. I don't, I've never mowed a lawn in my life. I don't even I touch the lawnmower. Because I mowed your lawn yeah. when we were kids. I don't even touch the freaking lawnmower. Like, sometimes I move it out of my she way so I can sweep. So she can sweep is about it. Um, it. I mean, I I used to camp when I was a kid, but it wasn't real camping because we camped in a trailer and I slept in a bed. I 
<laughs> and see, I like to sleep even just outside in this under the stars without a tent. Sometimes. And I, I'm, I think I'm allergic to the grass because if I lay on it, I get itchy. <laughs> like I, no, I mean, I. It's not that I don't like outside. I like it, and I do like the warm summer nights. I like all of those things. But I like to sit on my bed. Okay, Jess, your turn. Then we got to go lightning round on the rest of these. I like going to festivals in the summertime. I also like going to Bear Lake. I would have never guessed. That you and I like going. to grill pizzas. We might be. Uh, we might have a new activity for Bree. We're supposed to go to Bear Lake this summer to stay at our friend's cabin. Yeah, but it's a cabin. So it doesn't matter. Like I, that's Cat? another thing, by the way, that I miss. Like growing up, I was always out on the lake as a kid. Because we live pretty close to Flaming Gorge, like 20 minutes I've never away. been to Flaming Gorge or Bear Lake. And I love the water. So I've playing, never been to the Great Salt Lake or to the Provo Lake or to any of the lakes in, the, it's, in Utah it's, either. It's Utah Lake, not Provo Whatever. Lake. I've been to um, a Rosa When I was Bar. in high school, we, we used to go out to the Salt Lake to swim. I said that with air quotes. <laughs> float. Because you just float. But yeah, we used to go out there all the time. It's gross. It's I had gross. friends who had the, I know I'm saying this wrong, they're not the catamarans, but what are the... The, catamar- the one that has the trampoline in the middle of it? No, 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 no. Oh. The, the little boats that they, that they take out, like, on real oceans. Like a dinghy? And stuff. They have them out in, with the sail. A sailboat? And, and, but, the two, anyway. It's called a sailboat, Jeremy. It's, okay. <laughs> it's, just, it's, it's, it's a, a little sailboat. bit different than a regular sailboat, but, but I had friends in high school who had them, and they would... Sail them out on the Great Salt Lake. I thought that was so weird, but they did all the time. Well, it's a nice lake to do it. I don't. It just stinks. I think once you get past the stink of the shore, it's like fine. It's fine, and I'm sure it's fine on the other side. It's just the that shoreline. Lightning rounds. Uh, um, We'll skip 17 then, since we're on a lightning round. What the hell? Puppeteering? You puppeteered? We talked about this. (gasps) Oh. Okay, so I okay. Jess wanted to know how I got into puppeteering and if I'd ever try it again. so I got into puppeteering from a church thing when I was younger. Uh, we had a, uh, a puppeteering show at one of the two Baptist churches in the town that I grew up in. Um, what kind of puppets? Just regular. String. That's a marionette. No, that's a marionette. Hand puppets. Hand puppets. So <laughs> uh, we built our own puppets with sodom, um, you know, put the stuffing in the mouths and the hands with the hangers that we bent. So uh, like the Muppet Show kind of. Yeah, kind of, kind of. It's the Muppet Show tonight. Um, yeah, very similar, really. Um, and so I did that for a couple of years, and we traveled a lot to different churches and uh, different community activities and stuff like that and did puppet shows. Um, so that's how I got into it. Um, it is not something I have continued. I don't think I have any of the puppets left. I think I got rid of I've the never seen them, and I've pretty before, much been through all of your stuff. I think before I moved in here, I got rid of the last of them. Uh, that I had. I don't think I'd ever do it again unless there was some real serious reason. Like it's, it was fun, but it's not, it's not anything that's practical and I don't really care about puppeteering. So (laughs) it's just something interesting that I've done. Um, What are your, some of your favorite buildings in Utah, Jeremy? That's a good one. Uh, I like the McEwen Mansion downtown. That one's cool. I've actually never been in it, but I've been by it a number of times. I've actually been able to go into a lot of old historic homes doing what I do. Um, I like some of the old architecture, but there's a difference between old and garbage. Don't you like you? You have a, a <laughs> real love for the temple too, just because of how it was built and the way. Because of the building mm-hmm. itself, right? And the tabernacle. Uh, the guy that designed the tabernacle was actually. 
he designed boats. Yeah, but so he was, it was built like a boat, right? He was the only one they had, and so they came to him and said, we want you to design this building. He's like, I don't know. And basically, he did a boat upside down. That's, that's interesting. So, uh, yeah, the architecture and how they built it, the temple, with not totally primitive tools, but pretty freaking close. Do you know a lot about architectural history? That's something with regards into. to like Utah in general or architectural history? Uh, like Utah in general. I mean, not, not like Gothic versus, you know, Victorian type stuff, but just. Yeah, I know. I had to study a lot of it in college. So how much, how much do you know about the weird like bomb shelter houses that exist where it's just a basement with a roof? Quite a bit. What is it? Do you have something in particular? No, so just like how, how did they come there's about? There's still quite a few out here on yeah, the other side. There's a bunch of them out here, and, and I'm just curious. So they came about because a couple of reasons. One, they were a lot cheaper because all you had to do was dig a hole and make a basement and then put a roof on it. So a lot of it has had to do with economics. Some of it had to do with climate in some areas where it's extreme hot or cold or snow or whatever. Underground is the best insulation you can have. So that, that's why there's root cellars. That's why people used to store food underground. Um, so most of it was an economic reason. They're cheap. Okay. That's kind of what I thought. I just wasn't sure. So, uh, okay. Um, remember, lightning round, what do you geek out about, Bree? Um, I don't know. She's a big soccer fan. Some of comic, the Comic Con stuff, don't you? Um, like maybe some of the people or the panels, or to a degree. Um, I had a lot of fun interviewing Michael Brent just because there was, you know, that thing, uh, uh, the 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 personal connection. Um, and and in the heat of the moment for soccer, yeah, I really geek out about it, but I don't. I don't really follow it closely. Like I know a lot she about. She doesn't play fantasy or right. listen like, to six podcasts. Right. I know <laughs> a lot about Real, but not even that much. I do. I, I do enjoy going. It, it's an it's an atmosphere thing for me. Um, I, I like. She likes watching it on TV too. She just hates admitting it. But there's an aspect <laughs> of it that I. But I don't know. I don't know if there's anything that I really like. Shoes. She like geeks. I really geek out over shoes. That is that is absolutely probably the true answer. Um, there. She will just look through like Zappos or whatever other fucking shoe. Not place. Zappos. I don't know what shoe place. It. She will and she will like Mexico. save. She will just save shoes and then be like, mm, I'm gonna buy these ones. Like three yeah. months later, she goes back to the same pair. I think I have four pairs of shoes. Yeah. I, I can't count how many. I, I have just bought a pair of shoes. Black I dress shoes yet. that probably are close to being done with holes in the bottom. These. Yeah, four pair and, and then these flip-flops somewhere. Flip-flops and a <laughs> pair of workout shoes. That's Oh, and now I have a new pair of waterproof shoes specifically for soccer games and then secondarily for shoveling snow. Yeah. Um. So, like, shoes and maybe my my rings are kind of a thing that I really like. And so if I find a place that has... Like a really cool collection of rings and stuff. I I do kind of get really excited, and I'll I'll buy a bunch of them. But okay, last one of the twenty. Uh, what's one thing you always tell people about our podcast, Jeremy? I just tell them how diverse we are, and I'm proud of how diverse we are. Meaning, we've had everything from drag queens to relatively high positioned politicians, and everything in between. Jess. Um, I, 
I tell them a lot because I'm Cause you're, <laughs> cause you're the one that gets people. She tells maybe, them all the stuff. Maybe what's your favorite thing to tell them? Um, just how fortunate we are because we have so many amazing people here in Utah and that we have the opportunity to talk to them. Bree? Um, kind of along the lines of Jeremy's diversity thing, I think it's cool that we don't just interview like liberal people or political people or certain types of people. We interview everything that makes Utah great from somebody that that's conservative or, you know, we have a farmer, we have a distiller, we have a drag queen, we have a, a senator, we have musicians. Uh, it's it's we really have cool. someone that grows plants. We have a natural skincare person. We right. Oh, those are some a, of my favorite. personal but trainer. The, the skincare people are some of my favorite people because I use their products every single day. Uh, so... For me, um, I tell people it's about Utah. It's because I like to talk. Um, and, and we like to talk to people in Utah, and we like to talk about Utah. And so we try to, to keep our message focused there um, because that's what that's why we decided to do this thing, right? So I don't think we can ever run out of topics about Utah. That's like fucking impossible. There's so many people that want to be on the show, which blows my mind that people want to talk to us on a regular basis. But Jess always claims that we're like three plus months out booking. We are. <laughs> and, and it just, it just blows we're my mind. We're not right now because I've been lazy, but we will be. <laughs> it just, but it does. It, it blows my mind that, awesome. that there's always people that want to be on the show. So um, speaking of uh, people on the show, what is the, what's your most favorite episode each of you or interview uh, that we've done on the show? That's hard. That is hard. But probably one that I was looking forward to the most, and I and I was so glad it turned out the way it did was Farmer Luke. Yeah, that was, that a, was a great because interview. Because I have frequented his farm since he opened it, what did he say, eight years ago, nine yeah. years ago? Uh, so for me, it's just somebody that I've watched. I've watched his farm grow. Hmm. Um, his farm grow. <laughs> <laughs> so I was excited to be able to talk to him. Yeah, um, I mentioned Michael Brent again. Um, I really, I liked interviewing when we interviewed with Jen and Derek. Um, she had so much to say and she was so knowledgeable and she's helped Cassie so much and she's I love passionate. her product. She's really um, affected my life and I don't even partake in like a quarter of all of the, the amazing things that she does. And so I... I know that Derek does it with her. I, I don't want to minimize that, but um, Jen is is one of those people. You know, I was talking about like Michelle Obama earlier, where she's she's powerful and she's awesome and and she's a, a, a role model. And I think um, like when we interview the the women, uh, it really means a lot. Like so, like Jen, like when we interviewed, um, oh my gosh, what's the lawyer's name? Uh, Tanner. Um, it, these are 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 interesting women to me that have, they've followed passions in their lives. They're not just doing what I'm doing. Like I'm, I'm selling insurance because I, I need a job and apparently I'm good at it and I can do it and that's fine. But these women have, they've, they've found their passion in a time when it's still kind of hard for women to do that. And I love that there are so many of them here in Utah that we can talk to and still have to talk to. Uh, Misty K. Snow. Um, the, it, this is lightning round. 
Okay. But anyway, <laughs> so I think my favorite are Michael Brent and then all of the women that we have interviewed on this show. Jess? Um, I think the people that I've known for a lot of years that I don't really know. So like Dash, like Gia Bianca, getting to hear a little bit more of their story and get to know them a little bit better and, and being part of Misty's campaign. Like that was amazing. Yeah. Misty, Misty's campaign was, was a lot of fun. It was a lot of work. Um, you know, we did that, that secondary show. If you guys want to check it out. Oh, I think I actually took it down. Um, but we did a, we did a series of six or seven, um, very straightforward interviews with Miss DK Snow during her campaign. That was, th- those were a lot of fun for me. Um, I think my favorite interview is probably Dash. Um, and I, I say that because of the amazing story of where he came from. Like that's just mind boggling to me that this, this is a, this is a guy who is a refugee from uh, a country that was in the middle of a civil war the way he came to America and, and what he's been able to do since he's been here is just, it's just uh, an incredible story to me. Um, and I always, I always feel like this at the end of, uh, of most of our interviews. And that is, I want to get to know these people more. Like I would like to converse with these people beyond the hour to two hours we get to spend on the show with them. Um, these are Chris's movie stars. Like this is why he doesn't care about the movie stars is because he doesn't ever feel like that afterwards. But these people, they touch us in, in really interesting ways. And yeah, yeah. And it's, it's like, you know, I, I, after having a conversation with these people, these are people that I could get along with, that I could have intelligent conversations with, that I could have, you know, intellectual discussions with. And I just don't feel like there's a lot of people in the world I can actually do that with. So Peter, too. I think having a relationship with Peter Peter's has been really aw- like that. That bond has been really Peter awesome. Count as the best interviews because he is our very, very best listener. <laughs> and he is our fan club. I don't know. Harriet. Harriet's a pretty good listener, too. But Harriet doesn't interact as much as Peter, I don't think. Harriet got a new job, so it doesn't allow yeah, for a lot busier. the interaction. Didn't Harriet yes. listen to us when she was doing her deliveries and stuff? Doing yeah, but she doesn't work for that company yeah. for, for a year, so... But, uh, yeah, I, I mean, having, and it's interesting because I look at the stuff and we have listeners in, in, we have more than just Peter in Ireland, for sure. We have some Canadian folks. We have some people in South America. England. Um, yeah. Some, some other people over in Europe. So we have, it's a weird listener base. Um, uh, but I think it's great. They're a solid eight, our listener base. They're a solid eight in weirdness. <laughs> Um, do you guys, I know we're at two hours. Do you want to talk about some Utah stereotypes real quick? We can no? save them. We could do it for 104, which is our real so right, anniversary. Our, year. our two year anniversary. You guys want to do that? Yeah. Okay. We'll save all those, those links then for that. I don't care about saving the papers right now. I'll just kill it. Well, I think 104 is when we have to pre-record because Sean's ha- Sean has a graduation thing. So that? that would be perfect to do because we wouldn't have to worry about scheduling someone. We are, we have, we're all scheduled. Oh, do we? Okay. Yeah. We Every week a, is scheduled. We have like a Sunday one or something sometimes. That is okay. true. Is that the 6th? Yes. First weekend of May. Yes. Not this Sunday, but next Sunday. Uh, that's a busy ass weekend. Yep. 
We'll pick it. Pick up. Hey, you have known about this for a long time. <laughs> yeah, we don't control our daughter's decision on when to move back. It's not when. She has to move yeah. back that weekend. She doesn't have a place to live if she doesn't leave that weekend. It's fine. We have to be back by Saturday. Anyway. And she has finals until Friday, so it's not like she has a choice. <laughs> she better fucking pack this time. I know. I told her already. Um, I'm not going to... You guys heard the story. I'm not going to repeat it. When you want to listen to the story, go about a year back. So about 50-ish episodes back. And we talk about the ridiculousness of moving our daughter back from college um, with an Irishman, no less. Um, sort of. But not Peter. Because that would be creepy. No. <laughs> not because it's Peter, but just no. the age difference. Yes. <laughs> well, also because I'm Peter married with children. <laughs> like, I don't know. I got the uh, he has a girl. He, he does have a daughter, daughter but... I got the impression he had at least a kid. Um, Daughters are the best. So I have to say that because I only have daughters. If you manage to stick it out for the two hours that we just babbled on like morons, um, good for you. Thanks. Thank you all. Uh, we appreciate that. Uh, and, and if you did, that means you probably kind of liked what you heard. Um, I apologize if you heard some bodily functions throughout. Um, those happen. It's just burps. You say that, it sounds like it's something else. Yeah, well, I uh, hope you enjoyed Toto. Uh, <laughs> Africa. Some doors. <laughs> um, we, uh, if, if you like what you listen to, please share it. That's, that's what helps us the most. We don't, we don't have a Patreon page. We don't ask for donations. Uh, we do this out of the kindness of our hearts for our own. And leave us reviews. Let doing. us know if there's things did you it all want for you. changed. Yeah. Or if you want to bitch about us eating popcorn in the mic, we might make fun of you because we don't get paid to do this. But we do actually listen to that sort of stuff, um, even if we make fun I of it. I try not to eat popcorn in front of the mic anymore. Um, but, uh, yeah, follow us on Twitter at TNU Podcast. Uh, go over to our website, thenewutah.com. There's a lot of good stuff there. There's three bios up. We're getting there. You will uh, never have my bio unless Chris does it for me, and then it won't be true. I might have to just do one. Then it won't be true. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, you can find us there. Uh, reach out on Facebook. Uh, Jess is less lazy than she used to be. She did bring in like a huge set of all of the calendars from the last two years of the show, basically. It's awesome. Um, slightly under two years, 11 months. <laughs> uh, one year and 11 months, I believe. Right? Is that, is that correct? June. What day? What day is the actual it's two? It's actually year? the end of May. The, end the of last, May. the last week of May. It's a long time. It's a long time. That's like, I mean, shit. That's like eight times the length of eight, four. But no, it. Eight. Our hundred and fourth episode is the twenty second, which is the baccalaureate mass episode. Four, four times the longest podcast Jeremy's ever been on. Yep, twenty five is all my others have ever made it. It's funny because some of the shows that I listen to are like. 20 episodes and not consistent and that's one thing that drives me bonkers is when a show that i really like is inconsistent i so. know the podcast i listen to just stopped so we're always consistent uh i'm not going to name names on shows that aren't um because <laughs> i like them um but um hopefully you like us i don't really have anything else to say don't be a jerk don't happy, be stupid happy 100 <clears throat> keeping it 100